All right. And we are finally live. <laughs> the last word. Lord Cognito, Ebontis, Ty Guy Travis, fresh on that Thursday evening season of the Seraph type energy. What's going on, E? How we feeling? Uh, good. Been spending a whole lot of time in a new dungeon, which means I've been having a great time because those are some of my favorite. Uh, the dawning is back and the ovens are busy. And cookies are being delivered all around the, the solar system or all around the yeah solar system. Can I, can I pause the podcast to just reflect on the sentence really? that you just strung together? <laughs> okay. Well, there's a new dungeon, so I'm having a good time because I love the dungeons. And also I'm baking some cookies and I'm just like. This is the podcast of juxtaposition. That's what this yes. is. Yeah, for sure. For Listen, sure. Man, if, you, if you caught the pre-show, only a few of you guys got that joke. Let that man live his life. His favorite content. Hey, <laughs> <laughs> man. More power to you. Everybody's got their kinks. You know, you like dungeons. Hey, I like sure. cooking. I like... Wow. Hold on one second. Oh, wow. Christopher Sharp with the $200 super chat. Damn. Wow. Yeah. Thank Damn. you for He's, supporting uh, supporting the show, the channel, and everything else. Jeez. Much love. Thank Much you for love. accidentally wow. hitting zero. Yeah, I think you hit one extra zero on that one. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, uh, thanks for the thanks, thanks for the type of refund policy. Yeah. an accident. Yeah. yeah. So he, he, heard the, he heard the thank you and he went, wait, what? Yeah. Yeah. Thank you for the two thousand dollars super chat. What? <laughs> <laughs> oh, you shouldn't have. <laughs> Christopher oh, Sharp. Love. Wow. Thank you. Ode wow. to you, sir. Wow. Much love. Much love. That's great. For sure. Uh, other than that, yesterday did the charity stream for uh, Game to Give. Helped raise yes. uh, almost twenty two hundred dollars so far. Still got another week, but that was the big push. Wow. Was yesterday, so. Pretty good day so far. Um, definitely all for the little lights, so no arguments there. All in all, pretty fun past week. It's early part of the season, so hard to argue. Uh, we'll get to the story stuff, so I won't dive too much into that, but that was a nice surprise as well. Um, and there's more coming next week because we know we got a quest coming. So I'm I'm busy in the world of Destiny. What about you, Travis? I mean, I know one of the things you did. Yeah, I've been doing a lot of stuff, so... Uh, this week, I had two previews go live and a high-profile review, um, which the two previews were for uh, an upcoming JRPG called One Piece Odyssey, if there's any Ooh, anime fans out there. Yeah, that's a big um, one. I, I went down to San Diego and got aboard a pirate ship and uh, previewed the game aboard an actual pi sailing okay, pirate ship. I heard about this. It was like a thing. Yeah. It was pretty crazy, uh, so that was cool. And then... Um, I also previewed uh, Superfuse again, which is about mm. to uh, go into Steam Early Access. I should uh, probably check out my beta character. code that I got. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, they uh, they added a new character that's pretty that's pretty interesting. So I did that, and then I also just got done reviewing High on Life, the Justin nice. Roiland comedy shooter game. So super busy. Did I get to play Destiny? Yes, technically, uh, <laughs> I played uh, I played Destiny last night uh, at like 10 p.m. or whenever I ended up being free. And then uh, I just 20 minutes before we hopped on and went live with our microphones, uh, hopped into the uh, the dungeon and figured out the first encounter by myself. So oh. apparently, I'm an, apparently I'm now an electrician on Mars is what I've learned. <laughs> there uh, you go. So that's cool. That's as far as I've gotten. I haven't done much. Uh, but yeah, I'm uh, 
super busy. I just finished up a very busy year of reviews for me. 25 reviews. Yeah, this year. That's insane, man. I think I'm that's done. Insane. I that's think insane. I'm done. So mm -hmm. yeah, looking forward to, uh, cooling off, taking care of myself and maybe cleaning my place up a little bit and, uh, you know, doing all the normal Do a little laundry, you know, the basics do. that you've neglected. Yeah. yeah. Love that stuff. So anyway, uh, very excited to talk about destiny. Um, I'm liking this season. Fun fact, yeah. by the way, for those of you super chatting us, Ebontis yes. has a longstanding rule on the last word where whoever is speaking when the super chat comes in, they are presumed to be the target of the super chat and they just they, they receive the money. They get the money. Specifically. So if you ever see us interrupting each other and fighting for fighting for the super chat, it's really just we're we're anticipating the super chats coming in, right? We're oh, 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 I was talking, it's mine, you know. So uh e, I'm gonna go back e, and check the tape. Yeah, E I E gotta hand it to you. I think that two hundred was yours. So I timed it well. I timed it well. You win this time, but we'll see. You're gonna put timestamp time. associations with this. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> so like to go back make and sure. Is this a, is this a, a paid chat. speaking gig? Yeah. It's a paid speaking. Yeah, it's a, it, well, it's, it's contracted. It's, it's it's paid if you are talking when the super chat comes in. <laughs> so just keep that in mind. All right. If you if somebody tries to interrupt you when you're making a point, it, they know something you don't. All right. So you stomp them down and you keep talking. That's my point. <laughs> that is that is how you have, have an amazing podcast, uh, Cog. <laughs> Yeah. How you doing, buddy? <laughs> doing good. Doing good. Um, me and Travis are kind of the same page. It's been wow. What a, it's been a hell of a year. It's been super. Oh, wow. <laughs> it's the except by the time that came in, that one was going to that. that Here's was, the thing. Here's the thing. That goes to Cog. Yeah, that's exactly. a fair game, bro. Cog was, <laughs> that Cog was talking on that one. <laughs> no, no, but, that, but remember, he put that in earlier. That was he, he literally, and he literally said for Travis. That's Travis. That's you, man. You heard that, man. Hey, there we go. There we go, man. Yeah, that's fire. That's fire. Salute to Christopher, man. Christopher, you're the man, dude. You're yeah, the man. It's very, brother. He's, he's he's ready. He's ready for the last word. Um, yeah, I've been the same boat, man. It's been it's been a hell of a year. It's just been you know a lot of content, a lot of shows, traveling, obviously full time gig, and then you know doubling up on podcasts for the holidays, and then as far as gaming, you know, definitely surprisingly been able to play. Destiny this week. I mean, I know the clan. Shout out to um, Ducky and Buddha who uh, got me through the, the Spire. I mean, what's called Spire? What is it called? The Tower? What is it? I don't forget the Spire name of it. Spire of the Watcher. Spire of the Watcher. Yeah. So we'll we'll talk about that. We'll get into that. And then, um, yeah, just been games. It's been Midnight Suns when I have t a, a lot of time. And that one's been really addicting to me. And I just started Crisis Core. Cause I'm a big Final Fantasy VII nerd, so I wanted to, you know, I've heard the stories of the PSP game. That's one of the ones I missed out on, so I've been trying to catch up on that weird little system that they got going on. But what is it, Crisis Core one? Yeah, they got it's 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 modernized, but it didn't has this little roulette system thing going on that I'm trying to figure out. But um, yeah, just been that, and uh, yeah, this game called Destiny. But e um, I guess it's been patient, man. We kind of know this guy. Yeah. Let's bring him in. Welcome to The Last Word, episode number 228. It's another somber day as the Night's Watch of community managers will be down one more in January as DMG moves on to a new future. Vex enemies challenged much of the community in the new Spire dungeon, and the story kept its momentum this week in, in the second week of Seraph, Season of the Seraph. The story of Destiny is leading quickly into Lightfall, and we have an excellent guest to discuss all these topics tonight. 
It's fair to say this man has been a gamer since the early years because he played so much his parents kind of busted him for it. No console warrior here, though. He is a fan of both Mario and Sonic and joined the PC Master Race when the time was right as well. A lover of all things sci-fi made Destiny an easy pickup. And when the story just kept getting deeper, the more you dove in, it really was a grand sandbox for his lore mind to wander around in. Pokemon Go started his content creator journey and really kicked him into the stratosphere, but these days, you'll find him breaking down Destiny lore and giving you some speculative food for thought about the future of this franchise. So let's welcome the creator of his own Destiny destination, Old Chicago, Game Awards Class of 2021, part of Team Beardo, musician, lover, and I mean on a whole other level, lover of anime. If you find him, if you don't find him walking the streets looking for Pokemon, you'll be lucky enough for his smooth vocals to deliver some Destiny lore into your waiting ears. The one, the only, Psalm Lab. How you doing, sir? <laughs> I'm doing good. Wow, God, you, you guys, you did, you did your research. That's, uh, it's, it's overwhelming. I think I've, I've sat on the other end of this screen and what, and, and listened to you do intros for other people. But yeah, I'm, I'm blown away. Thank you. Just, yeah, thank you. Well deserved, man. The journey has been amazing to watch. I remember you from way back. And um, before we get into the accolades and the content and the lore and all that good stuff, I did want to ask you, you know, me and you kind of share something I've, I've never really seen somebody put out there. Like, as far as gaming, I was so addictive to it when I was young. I also had my consoles taken away from me <laughs> because my mom was like, yo, this is, this is too much. This is too addicting. We, the grades are suffering. So you got to tell me your story. Cause I, I, you actually wrote that. I thought that was so interesting. Cause I was like, Oh, somebody else went through that too. <laughs> tell me about your love for gaming and how did it get to that point? Yeah, it's funny. Um, the, the NE, NES Nintendo was the first console that my family bought, but obviously it was it was more for me. Um, and as soon as I got into Super Mario Bros, that was it. I was addicted. I was hooked. It was an every day, every hour kind of thing. And uh, for a while, like it was, it would be me and my dad and my sisters competing, seeing seeing who could finish the the most amount of levels. Mm -hmm. And uh, my uncle would come over and visit, and so he would get into it as well. Mm -hmm. And uh, eventually, just started taking up way too much of my time and uh one day i came back from school and it was gone console was gone and uh i'm trying to remember the excuse that my parents came up with i think they said something like oh like it stopped working or maybe like a thief broke in and took it something crazy Damn. like that <laughs> not the imaginary um, thief oh no yeah and so they said so it, it, it was gone and uh i think i think my younger sister uh, she was like, pretty sure it's in the attic. It's in the attic. And I didn't know how to get into it because mm -hmm. I was probably like five or six at, at that point. Um, but yeah, so that, that was how my, my gaming journey started. And then a couple of years went by and then we got uh, a Sega Saturn. Well, I got a Sega Saturn, mm -hmm. which had the, I think it was the Sonic Jam collection. Yes. It was like the biggest yes. collection they had at the time. It was like 1990 or something 95 96 mm -hmm. um and it had sonic 3d it had Ooh. sonic and tails one and two nice nice um just just everything and i just fell in love with uh, so, uh the stories of, of sonic and tails and then obviously knuckles and uh that was like a rabbit hole for me sonic 
big time because I got into like the TV shows, the comics, everything. Wow. I was just like, I need to know more. Uh, yeah. But yeah, you are one with the blue blur. Yes, yes, yes. It's it's quite interesting though, Travis E. Like usually, like most people are like a Mario guy or a Sonic guy. Like you're kind of both, which is rare in a sense because you kind of started there. Yeah. But I'm just, it's kind of interesting. You're, you're unique in that sense. I feel. I was both too. Uh, although Ooh. I will say. Your guys' story of consoles getting it taken away from you, I have a very different relationship with that particular uh, phenomenon. For sure. you see, I was too poor for to own a console when I was a I kid. I I exclusively made friends with people I didn't even enjoy the company of, specifically because they had video games I wanted to play. And a consequence of that was that on occasion, when those friends would get in trouble and their parents would take their console away from them, I would offer to keep it at my house uh as part of their punishment so i would often i would often end up with my friends consoles at my place while they were grounded and that is how i played a lot of my video games so to your the most genius uh, thing i think i've heard of the conniving child you what i I was a i was a grifter as a kid i exclusively was able to play video games and uh, eat food because i was good at tricking people and uh that is, uh, that is that's Kids true. Kids and adults alike, apparently. Artist. Yeah, yeah. I was just a con artist, and so um, from from one poor uh, child in in uh, the ghetto in Oakland uh, to your parents, I would like to say thank you, thank you, parents of Cog and Som, and 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 those like you for making dreams come true. <laughs> <laughs> well, so, thank you. You're welcome. You're, you're thank you. I really appreciate it. Our guests, our guests never quite know what to do, but yeah, how you doing? <laughs> <laughs> oh, but you get uh, anyway. <laughs> that's that's fine. I had another. I had a question though. No, go for it. We actually also have something in common, Sam, uh, which is that uh, we're both dyslexic. Uh, which I I don't have a lot of right. You're dyslexic, right? Is that true? Yeah. Have you? Yeah. Yeah, I I also grew up with really severe dyslexia. I think until I was like seven or eight, everybody just thought I was stupid. Uh, And it turns out I Mm -hmm. just couldn't read super well. So um, I I wonder if that has affected your gaming experience at all or or, uh, if if you have some sort of relationship with that. Because I know that video games helped me contextualize my dyslexia a lot, especially 3D puzzle games that could help me kind of like grasp you know you know like i did you have to do any of those special classes or they made you like hold the letters of the alphabet and that sort of stuff yeah so yeah. it's something that they mm-hmm. do for people with dyslexia because it's hard to uh for people with dyslexia to understand unless they can feel the shape of it it helps kind of make your brain Ooh. understand what it's looking at and so i don't i don't know if i, I just love to hear if, if that affected your story at all because i don't really get to talk to people about that sort of thing yeah oh my gosh that's like that's that's i think that's the underlining of like my entire gaming story and just creative career in general so i was diagnosed with dyslexia at um age seven mm-hmm. uh, but they like they'd started to detect something was off uh by like from age five but i was the kid that read like every book in the class <laughs> but um i just wasn't good at keeping staying focused in in like classes and lessons and listening to teachers and stuff i just felt like um there was a a better way a quicker way an easier way um and that that has like that's one of those like double-edged sword kind of things it's great in certain situations but it's also really bad it can be really bad uh in other situations but yeah dyslexia was like a 
a major, um, I guess, stumbling block for me in the beginning because it hindered like it it hindered like my creative like my career overall like from school. So there was two things that happened that were happening for me in school. Like I was being bullied, and then I was also dyslexic. And in the nineties, nobody knew what dyslexia was. Dyslexia was, yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So it was, it was, it was loosely diagnosed, is what I'll say. I was going to say yeah. ill-diagnosed, but that that wouldn't be fair because there was a lot of people working hard to try and understand it. But um, mm. it was un, it was underfunded. So I was in the the dumb people's class, you mm. know. Uh, yeah, for I us, we got they call it special ed or something for us over here, yeah. kind of thing, special needs yeah. kind of thing. Yeah, mm. yeah. So it's usually called. Um, it's like extra, extra in the UK. It's like learning support or like extra learning support, something along those lines. And so that sounds a little would... nicer than it does over here. You over here is rough. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Now, like you're, yeah. you get to ride the short bus, and you're on the special needs class. Like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. yeah, very, very disrespectful. Well, special, but special services. So. Yeah, no, no. This is this is good stuff because, um, to Travis's point, you know, Sam, I was I was going to say like. What was that turning point? And then was video games, what, did it truly, does video games truly help in that regard? You know, while you were yeah. trying to overcome this and, and why it's, it's such a, a time where it really wasn't properly diagnosed. They kind of knew something was up, but it seems like it was still a process to get, to, to get there. So I'm just curious about the overcoming part and the video game connection. Yeah. So the, I, I like, I, it's hard. Cause I, whenever I tell this story, I always have to give it up to my parents and just be thankful for them uh, because they pretty quickly figured out that I had an affinity for practical based activities. Then the diagnosis came and then they like affirmed what my parents pretty much had figured out. But they, um, like after the diagnosis, they realized that video gaming was really helpful for me as a coping mm. mechanism for a lot of the social anxiety that comes with dyslexia, anxiety that comes with dyslexia, so many other things that I won't bore you with, but um, it was my therapy, mm. you know, being able to game and disappear into these worlds where mm. there were characters that were like me, you know, they had things that, that, that made them unique, that made them special. And that was how I coped. And so that was the big pull for me into storytelling overall and so as a kid i was constantly like making up my own stories or making up my own games like i would draw like uh like the old playstation booklets like i would make a booklet front Uh, and back cover and like pages with the controller and how to move the character and like crazy stuff like that but yeah that's no brother powerful stuff powerful stuff getty oh no i don't that's yeah, no, that that's actually kind of one of those things where video games have gotten a lot of crap through history for a very varied number of reasons and certain things, and they're blamed for a lot of stuff. And it is nice, especially for kids of different things and stuff like that going on. And, you know, it's like whether you have access to it or not, if, it, if everybody has their different escape outlets and you never know what it is, but to actually have this one help you more than just like, hey, I want to have fun like playing a game and shooting some guys, oh, whatever. Like this is again, like you're describing it as helping you through these times that are so much more. It makes a huge difference to actually like what your life would have been like without a video game. To imagine what it would have been to say, hey, I didn't get these consoles, I didn't get to play, 
and then your parents were able to help out as well. It's like, it's a good combination of things, but yeah, video games for a lot of, I mean, you know, you'll see more studies now that video games are actually helpful for a lot of different things when you actually see what they're able to do for, you know, problem solving and all this other stuff and the way you think and like stretching your brain a little bit. And then of course, as you said, the escapism and those types of pieces. So it's just really cool to kind of hear what it did for you, but also just kind of, you know, turn around and say, it's like, thank your parents as well. Cause of course yeah. they were, they were a big piece of that equation. Cause again, it's like, you Huge. never know if you're going to be the one getting a console. Did your yeah. parents ever, did your parents play with you? Was it more just kind of like your thing? Cause like I, I was lucky enough also to have like an NES growing up and stuff like that, but my parents could have cared less. So it was just like me and my brother's thing, but it yeah. was never my parents who played. So I didn't know if it was like a family thing or just yours. Yeah, I think it became a family thing. Um, my dad was like the first person to start playing Super Mario Brothers with me. And uh, it was real funny because he would like, he would hold the controller like this and like use his thumbs oh, to hit the, like, the A and the B key. Oh, <laughs> no, yeah. That's me. That's me. I'm a claw player. Really? Um, Are yeah, you still? I've adapted, okay, but when okay. when it gets competitive and I'm intense, I revert. Yeah, like <laughs> really? I, I, yeah, I'm I'm a natural claw, claw, claw player. Claw, like that's claw's just my a good. The claw's a good style. Still, I mean, a lot I of people feel it's more. What's the word? When you know, like I have less latency to the controller. But I don't sure. know. Just the way it feels to me, I just feel more responsive. But yeah, I have that. Continue, continue, continue. That was funny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, um, yeah. So, so I would play. Quite a few hours with my dad, like when he was when he was a a, a lot younger, um, and then like as I got older, it became a, it was more of a smarts in his thing, mm -hmm. um, like that for for anybody who doesn't know, that's my first name is Smart, but yeah, um, that would be so they would just leave me to do my own thing, and so I would just sort of disappear and be immersed into um all the different games but they were they were very helpful because it was like they would in the beginning they would buy me games mm -hmm. but then like the older i got they would and i think uh me and cog were joking about this on twitter the other day of like learning like learning maths through trading in games and like so I, mean, I get like every every family goes through different seasons, but there was a lot of seasons in in my life where uh, maybe there wasn't as much money. Like you know, life is seasonal; you go through different seasons, and so it was important to like earn. Like I had to earn my keep. Like I had to do my chores to get pocket money to get go towards money. like you know. <laughs> if I had an extra uh, Nintendo sixty uh, sixty four controller. I trade that in with a with an old game from like two years ago. How much will that get me? You know, and you keep adding that up till you can buy that like sixty or seventy uh, pounds or dollars um, mm -hmm. game that's that's just been released. So, oh, yeah, um, yeah, it, it became it became a passion in a very obsessive way where I had like shelves of like games games that I would buy that I hadn't even played before. Mm. Um, or ever, just I just wanted to own the game, and so I just kept building the collections more and more and more. Wow! And uh, yeah, I miss those old uh, PlayStation, the hard case plastic little yes. uh, pockets. Those were cool. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Nice, no, great stories. And again, shout out to your parents for going full circle, right? Going from from kind of taking it away, we go restrict it to you know what? No, this is helpful, and then yeah. to see where you go. That that's pretty awesome, man. Mm -hmm. 
And then uh, Trav, this 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 game Destiny, right? That we that we played it. Uh, this man is a very is a lore master too, man. He's got a lot lot of going on. But I know Trav usually asked the Destiny questions. I was set about. Yeah, uh, you're the lore master, so naturally, um, what what what's your KD? <laughs> yeah, good, 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 uh, good question. I mean, if we're talking about favorite lore, um, for me, it's everything to do with the nine, followed mm, quickly mm. by Rasputin. That's it. Mm. So this season for me is oh, like a kid set. in a candy shop. Yep. Oh, oh yeah. What are the nine? <laughs> it's not KD. <laughs> <laughs> what 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 are the nine specifically? Are they? Are, are they? I know they're leviathans. What what are they? What do they look like? Well, they're bodiless. That they have no shape. They're just they're every they. They are the final shape. If they had to be described, dark matter would be the closest thing that anybody could really say in terms of what we've been told. Mm-hmm. The nine uh, move through, in, around, and uh, so there's lots of different law entries that talk about. Uh, how the Nine have been trying to use Dark Matter to seed their own existence. That so that's their that's their whole mo. And uh, the first way of them being able to try and to to hopefully achieve that was through the Ahamkara. Um, and then of course, Oryx took Riven, and then uh, the Nine had to get rid of. All the other Ahamkara, which doesn't get which doesn't get discussed a lot. Mm. Um, so there's still a, there's still a lot of question marks in terms of did they kill all the Ahamkara or is there still some left? What's that egg in Mara's chamber? Is that you know is that an Ahamkara egg? Question mark again. Mm. Uh, so yeah, lots of mystery and intrigue, and then obviously their relationship with the Drift. Yes, yes, yes. How did? Orcs gain the ability to take things. How did he become uh, a taking thing? <laughs> are you, Ty, are you, are you testing me right now? <laughs> Live on air? Like... I'm just asking questions. Oh, oh here we go. Yeah, what's up? You know? Um, so he anybody in chat can correct me if I'm wrong, but he he spoke he he convened with the darkness, essentially. Uh tablets tablets of ruin, I wanna I wanna mm-hmm. say. And uh, he learned the ability to take after speaking in the darkness. Mm-hmm. That's the that's the power. That's the abridged version. So uh, there's okay. a lot more detail. It's less interesting of an answer <laughs> than I was hoping. No, I was like, so we are coming Le- less interesting because I'm a bit I, I'm I'm foggy in some of the details. I have to refresh my memory. Yeah, you didn't know to Good. read the entire lore of Destiny before you came on the podcast, so you can answer all <laughs> right. of our questions, right? <laughs> yeah, the fly. <laughs> That we totally prepared for you. Yeah. Uh, I mean, no. You, okay. You so pick, one, one you more question. My, one more my question. least strongest topic. But yeah. Okay. One more question. Yeah. Go for it. Can you tell me where, like, canonically using lore, why Titans are the best class? Oh my god. I got a question after that one. I mean, you're talking to a warlock main, so yeah, I know. I, I, know. So, <laughs> I, I was like, I know you're, so... I, know, I know you're a warlock main, so I need you to. Oh, here, you know, uh, no, I got a better question, Travis. I'll explain I'll, I'll... why they're worse. No, let me. Well, I want to see. I want to see if he'll answer this one. Who would win in a fight, Osiris or Saint? Mm. Mm. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> that's a that's a real tough one because I mean, I it's I know a lover's I'm, I'm, quarrel. 
Lover's Quarrel. Yeah. I, I, I think it's one of those battles that just go on and on and on. As, as, as much as, uh, until like either of their ghosts are. And we know how it would end. R.I.P. The ghosts are like but... sitting there looking at each other like, are we done? Can we be, can we be, just, I'm not just going to, I'm just don't res him for a while. Let him think. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think, I think I respect both classes because my, the very first class I played was a Titan. Mm. And I love Titan for what they can do. And a lot of the time I'm frustrated that I can't do on a Titan. Like I can't do what a Titan does, but on a Warlock. If that makes sense, like I hate that we're just glass cannons and we can't jump well. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, you got to use your dress to float down, like Mary Poppins. So here we go. There we go. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Hey, I I mean, if nothing else, you got. um, I can't remember the Guardians guy who. I'm Mary Poppins, y'all. Oh yeah, you talk about uh, what's called the what's his name, Zando or whatever. You, You know, you know, you know why I can't I can't play a warlock. Why I can't get behind the armband. There's something about the armband that. that historically, Histor- I don't, I don't know if I mean, my you gotta have yeah. ar- you gotta have arms yeah. to put the armband on. <laughs> Jesus! Oh God! I just, I, I I'm a little the, slow on that one because I was making a joke and that hit me. He just took me somewhere. Yep. If you that got that saying. early or if it's, you got that late, I'm sorry. something about the way the warlocks walk. I'm I not guess. really, I don't really get that. I don't know. And... Walk glitched the game. Remember that emote glitched the game? <laughs> they had to get it out the game. Moving on, moving on. We, yeah. we, we went left. We went left. So yeah, my lore question. Demonetize. There it is. That's, that's, that's where it is. How's it demonetize? Come oh on. Oh my God. So... <laughs> About uh, Destiny, before we get into this thing, I know we're going to get to the season, we're going to talk about everything going on and all that, but like, you know, I know you're a big sci-fi guy, right? So I felt that probably was the initial, the natural connection to the game, but then like, what was that aha moment for Destiny? What was that moment when you like, yeah. The stranger doesn't have enough time to explain, which he doesn't have enough time to explain. explain. Yeah, Yeah. what was the moment, like whether it be something story narratively, gameplay, Raid activity class, like what was the moment you're like, this is my game? Um, I think it was Red War campaign landing in the EDZ for the first time and seeing he likes that, he likes that one, seeing Trossland, like that whole area of what is essentially Europe. Mm-hmm. It's so well, um, like it. I want to say it's so well written, but effectively it was written before it was made, but it just seems like everything is put in a perfect place, and it has like this vibe and atmosphere that really conveys that this is a post-apocalyptic place on Earth that is still trying to claw itself back from the Dark Age into the era we're in now in Destiny. Um, And every time you land there, you always get that sense, whether it's like um, by the by the by Devrim's uh by the church yep. or or anywhere else where you're running the Lake of Shadows strike. Mm-hmm. I feel like that that strike is a good That's example a good one. Of like, yeah. Yeah. Especially like the the rusted staircases. I always feel mm-hmm. that area. You you, you you can sense the wear and tear kind and of like you know, you it's know. like post dystopian whatever happened. Yes. You can you kind of feel mm-hmm. the collapse a little bit more there as opposed to some other places that look a little, whether it's alien, it's kind of hard to relate to be like, what does Nessus look like post the collapse or something like that versus Europe? And you look around, and you're like, 
things were here and a whole bunch of stuff went down and it's been a while since this has really been relevant. So I get that. Yeah. That makes sense. Yeah. yeah and, and I think EDC has a lot of places to explore. I think technically it's probably one of the biggest maps just because of how many like oh, subterranean levels there are. There's like dungeons that loop um, dungeons. There's like uh, underground corridors that, that loop together um, that you can go in or there's like, you know, water spilling in from the roof down and just just little like uh, environmental narrative storytelling that's that's scattered throughout Destiny that I think Bungie nailed. And it's the thing that brings everybody back. No matter how many times you say, I quit this game, you will be back. Oh, you will still be following Destiny on Twitter. It's a fact. Like, we've, mm -hmm. I, I think we've all been there. Like, uh, mm -hmm. not in a bad way. Uh, and, and I'm sure people who work at Bungie have been like, you know what? Man, I'm so tired of this game. And then they, they see something cool from one of the other departments and they're like, damn, I love this game. Yeah. <laughs> like, this is good. <laughs> um, so, yeah. No doubt, no doubt. Uh, I wanted to actually ask you where, before we get to this season specifically, mm -hmm. do you do you have like a favorite like moment that happened in the Destiny story itself? I mean, outside of like the nine and the characters, but do you have a favorite like you know climax of a story or a season or a raid or just like a any seasonal moment that you really enjoyed the most? And then also, is there a moment you hope happens in the future that, like, the lore might foreshadow for you? A favorite past and favorite future. Or hopeful future, I should say. Favorite past? Um, there's so many, but I guess I'll kick off with... Um... I want to say I'm like quickly opening Bungie's website so I can find the season uh, that I want to reference. Uh, season of season of arrivals, man, mm. I loved that season. The pyramids entering Seoul, and us landing on Io for the first time and seeing a pyramid above uh, what is the. I always forget what it's called. Um, where the la where the the last place the the traveler's light touched on Io, um, the word is totally escaping me. Right I think now, I know what I'll, you're I'll talking about. It. Yeah, yeah. Um, the cradle. That's it. The okay. cradle on Io. Cradle. That that moment of like floating, being pulled towards the the pyramid, and obviously it's it was the witness then speaking to us. And uh, yeah, I, I thought that that was just very cool because it was one of those moments where you weren't sure what was going to happen next, but you like in like crazy amounts of anticipation for what what could happen next. Uh, so yeah, I love that moment. Top three NPCs lore wise, your favorite characters in the Destiny universe lore wise. Ooh, so um. It's a top. It's a. I have like I have a top five, but right okay. at the top, we can do that. Hey, you got the five. Is, he knows yeah. them. Yeah, he's done this before. If you got the five, you ready? All he's right. He's like, go I've got my five. S tier A. B. Yeah, he did a tier list. Yeah, his tier list. Let's go mm -hmm. right at the top. I interrupted. Continue. Um, for level of complexity, Eris Morn. Mm. Hands down. 
she's one of the most well laid out characters i think who has so she's like an onion there's just layer after layer after layer of like what she's been through the wisdom that she has to offer like Mm -hmm. her her her, you know quick quips and snarky replies to the drifter and then her whole relationship with the drifter that blew my i was like what this is crazy um yeah, they're they're messed I, up enough i can see that happening and she likes you in real life <laughs> yeah that's ah yeah the actress Lorla, yep, yeah Lorla, Lorla, Lorla yeah. loves yeah. some always yep. gives it up to you in real life salute yeah i appreciate Mola. she's 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 just genuinely super kind and just friendly and uh yeah she's she has supported me when i've been like in that place where i've just been like oh i don't know if I want to keep doing this. And she's like, no, keep this. Your stuff's good. Keep going. I like, like, mm-hmm. I like your voice. And I, I it's just like, what? You're like, You're I'd like, look nah. up to you. <laughs> <laughs> That's fire, man. I, I yeah. saw that interaction, man. I was like, I'm so proud. We'll continue. Let's continue. Yeah. Um, yeah. Followed by Rasputin. I love Ooh, Rasputin. Rasputin. Again, Ooh, another so character. You're going that... crazy this season. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Okay, so he's, like a, he's a complex mm-hmm. character. Like mm-hmm. with a lot of history, I think, um, yeah, there's just there's so much to unpack with mm-hmm. uh, Rasputin as a war mind and like golden age, like gold golden age to collapse to dark age to after the dark age. There's just so much lore about him and about Clovis Bray and the Bray oh. family and all yes. how all of that interweaves is crazy. Like this season is exciting because we're seeing some stuff being fulfilled from like previous seasons and like web law pillory mm-hmm. engram pillory stations i'll drop some of those hints uh because there's some there's some law that that drops this season that specifically references something that happened in a web law entry that's like two i want to say two years old or, or a is. year old um okay which is really cool because it was like Hints to Niamuna before oh, that was even on the map. Nice. Oh, wow, nice, nice. Yeah, nice. I was like, they're they're stringing together their overall arc of this like saga. They've they've kind of had some some good mm-hmm. ideas for a while, and we'll mm-hmm. drop hints here. And mm-hmm. as we come closer towards the end of this saga, mm-hmm. how do you feel? Oh, he ain't finished his list though. He ain't finished. Oh, the... sorry. Get, list first, and we'll get to the future. <laughs> yeah, we gotta he didn't even I'm, get to I'm, my future, I'm, but yeah, go. Yeah, we'll get to your yeah. future. We'll get my list. Um, yeah, number three probably Ikora Ray. All oh, right, I'm like Warlock delegation. I was getting to get upset. Yeah. I ain't getting Warlock yet. I was okay. All right, we'll talk to me. Okay, Ikora, break it down. Yeah, Ikora. I, um, she. It's really interesting because if we think back to like, um, Red War campaign where mm. we had to get the light back, and we had all those like light projections explaining to like every warlock who became a warlock why you're a warlock and what it means to be to use uh the arc subclass which i mm. like i love oh, one of the favorites they... yes yes take the figures let's mm-hmm. go let's go Continue. um yeah i Ikora, Ikora just has like she has a softness and a fierceness that i respect and i i feel like is such a healthy way 
to present a female character in like a non-stereotypical way especially as like she's she's a black woman too mm -hmm. so it was it was it's really nice to see a character who we get to see like all the different sides of her we get to see like yeah. the super clever side of her mm -hmm. we get to see the sarcastic side of her yes. we get to see her when she's like ready to break everything yes. um and she has this power that we've only ever had glimpses of a few time. times, but we've never really seen like the full scope yes. of what she can do. Um, mm -hmm. Same with Zavala uh, uh, as well. But uh, but yeah, oh, she's my number three. Cool. And number then three, number two more. Number four. Uh, it's probably gonna have to be Failsafe. I love Failsafe. Hilarious. She's hilarious. Um, kind of sad that some... she's just hanging out there on Ness on Nessus, but yeah. I'm I'm really hoping they find a way to weave her in this season because she's the only other, she's one of the only other AI, um, Golden Age AIs, yeah, uh, still active apart from the ones we've gathered. So mm. it would make sense if we visited Nessus, but I'm I'm just I'm hoping. Yeah, yeah, I, I don't mean, know. Nice. I mean, nice. Yeah. And mm -hmm. five, apparently, uh, five, Kate six, nice. Ah. Good choice, Jeez. good choice. Nice, nice. Yeah, R.I.P. K6. Yeah. R.I.P. K6, no doubt. Okay, I got, I got what I needed. <laughs> oh, you're good? No, I was like, and that's just kind of to know, as we were in season 19, we got about eight seasons left of this thing if they keep on track for what we got for this saga. Now, granted, most of the story might wrap up in final shape, so I don't know what season 25 is going to be, but now through season at least 24... Is there anything that you feel like needs to happen to kind of like, you know, there's a lot of dangling threads in this and there's only so much time that they've got. So what do you think are your most important things that you feel need to be seen finished that others can be left open? What do, what do you think needs to happen before, you know, the final, when we have the final shape expansion, we get to that last mission or raid or whatever. Where do you think, what do you think needs to happen between now and then? How much time do we have? <laughs> <laughs> the abridged version. <laughs> I don't know. Give me a couple um, high points, like two or three, like just a couple of big ones that you're hoping to see happen. Well, we know we're gonna we're gonna it makes sense that we're gonna eventually see an encounter between the witness and the traveler mm. in their uh in the most flower garden sense possible. Because we've had so many lore entries about the garden and the like the garden and the winnower and then being in the garden or in the gardener sowing seeds and the winnower reaping the crop and the whole prime universe which mm -hmm. is the original universe before the universe destiny existed in uh came to be and then we have the nine who are going to show up in some way mm -hmm. uh because Neptune sits within their jurisdiction. That's mm. all I'll say. Um, mm. Okay. Then we have the potential of obviously knowing that an Exodus ship escaped and made it to Neptune, but we know that Zer is technically a reanimated Jovian, which was a colony of humans that made it to. Uh, made it to the Jovian system. Um, so it's going to be interesting to see if that gets tied up and how it gets tied up because 
one one like so there's 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 still a lot to happen between lightfall and final shape and then final shape itself and then whatever happens to conclude all of those things mm-hmm. um but there's there's a lot there's there's some law entries that talk about like a future way beyond the last city and um wayfaring ships that that uh drop in from from light speed and stuff and how they're all all the ships are made up of of different different parts of ships put together what's really interesting about that lore entry is there are there aren't only human ships in that space colony there are other there are like uh ships put together with like pieces from other like uh races too so it'll be interesting to see if like we get to that that mm-hmm. kind of future um so yeah there's there's lots and then we have like the cloud striders which which yeah. are a crazy interesting concept and today i was thinking about how if you were going to add in another playable uh race mm-hmm. who happens to have their own kind of ghost um <laughs> cloud striders would technically be a good fit for that so I don't know what Bungie's planning. Could you imagine if Lightfall they give you like a fourth character slot and you can make a a Cloud Strider? Like the world would just explode. Yeah, yeah. And and remember, Luke Smith had an interview a while back with uh, Doctor Lupo, right? Doctor Lupo, mm-hmm. and they were discussing. Well, Luke Smith like pretty much like dropped a dime on. I don't know if it will happen because everything's yeah. always like subject to mm-hmm. to change, but. Um, the idea of us being able to get our own fish, yeah, fish. Uh, I've forgotten what they're called now, but yeah, pets. Mm-hmm. Um, Start with a P. Puka. Yeah, Puka. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. they're they Fortnite. <laughs> I've seen it there. Oh like, god, that yeah. gold. <laughs> yeah, yeah. That's like that's just kind of where I'm intrigued. I know Lightfall is going to be like Neo Muna, Cloud Striders, Callus, Pyramid Ship, Neo, like. There's a lot that's going to happen there, and granted, like the campaign, probably eight, you know, eight missions or whatever long, but so much other stuff kind of surrounding that. Like, I mean, we had the parasite mission this last time, which was just a ridiculous like experience when you finally got around to it. Um, some earlier than others, but uh, yeah, I'm just kind of curious what they do with that one. And then again, if we get a destination for Final Shape, I'm yeah, I don't know what that's going to be, but I'm very intrigued to see where this whole thing wraps up. So I was like, I was like, I'm not even as deep into the lore as you, but so it's just nice to see somebody like, I mean, especially right now, you know, you're like, oh, I'm hoping for this. And then they go, here's a dispute and all this stuff going on. You're just like kid in a candy store for lore right now. So I know you're, you're eating well at this point. It's a good, it's a good season for you. So speaking of that, I actually kind of wanted to roll in as it. we are in this season because this week just, you know, felt just as strong momentum wise as last season. There's no like, here's your breadcrumbs from last season. This is, this is another one because guess who walked in? Elsie's like, what's up? By the way, I was waiting. I was like, come on, Anna's around, got Clovis, mm-hmm. and then sure enough, you walk over in in the helm. And she's standing there, and I'm going, okay. And then they chatted out. She still doesn't want to talk around Clovis. Like, do you really trust him? And all that stuff like that. So I kind of wanted to get your guys' take on this week's story and kind of the mission i had a little frustration on the like the operation because i just the 
the like little GPS node did not explain very well where to go. Yeah, where to go. Yeah, because yeah. you're like walking to the corner. I'm like, okay, I'm here now. What the hell but, do I do? And it's like go up, but it's just like yeah. slightly unobvious the way it was. Like, yeah. So outside of that, though, curious what you guys thought of this week's lore and story. Anyone jumping in? Is out. Don't let me talk. Cause I'll go. Go. No, you're excited. <laughs> I know you're chomping. Literally, up. I'm staying quiet because I know I won't shut up for a good, oh, good, good like day. twenty minutes. Oh, Did go. I miss anything? It's really? early. I mean, I'm sorry. Okay, no traffic. Go, please, please. No twist. Go ahead, Jeff. No, I was just gonna. I was just gonna kick off. Like, did I? No, miss kick anything? off. Okay. I I played it and it was sort of like it kind of just seemed like all right. We got another piece of him. It's sort of you know another week of that. I assume it's leading to something. But I I kind of didn't really get any major info drops or anything out of what I played last night. So I don't know if the, did I. Was there was there some secret? So I, I was like, Cod not want you to take it, but I was like, from like. Mm-hmm. Kind of a run-through perspective, the high notes that I noticed mentioned is the fact that one, Charlemagne. Yes. Was actually mentioned. That was a very important mm-hmm. piece because that's the one from a while back. Um, mm-hmm. and then two, it was more just the idea of for me, it was Elsie just coming into the yeah. picture, being yeah. part of it. So those were the two pieces was Charlemagne, because yeah. last time it was Malahayati, if I'm saying that right, yeah. I don't quite know. And mm-hmm. then uh Charlemagne this time I'm like Malahayat I hadn't heard before, but Charlemagne definitely heard of that before. Yeah. So those are my no, two. I'm, I'll jump in. I mean, it was it was really exciting for me because I'm a huge fan when the Warmind DLC came out, the expansion came out. So, you know, obviously Rasputin story. I'm not as big as Rasputin fan as Psalm is, but I understand, you know, the importance of, you know, controlling the war sats. This is the greatest you know, human technological invention and it's kind of sentient and has its own personality or whatever, right? So I've always felt like Anna's relationship and connection to it is very, she's very, it's very intimate. Like she treats Rasputin, she talks like it's a person. Well, it's like red, like the way she references right. him. Yeah. Where Clovis is interesting to me is she's, he's like, we need to utilize this and why are you giving them their own intelligence and you, you you don't understand the true scope of what you could be. Like he seems to be controlling and, and empowered for the best of humanity to do potentially destructive things or whatever. Right. He, he's he the best of his own intentions. Nobody else. He reminds me because I'm a big mass effect two guy. He kind of reminds me of my man, Trav, what, the, the elusive man. He's kind of got elusive man energy where it's like, yeah, you're pro humanity, but you're so over the top with it, right? You willing to do whatever with it. So I love Clovis because he's unapologetic about it. Like he's in your face. So when the season started, I'm like, okay, that's a good dynamic. We get to see Anna and that. But it was like you said, E, the missing piece. We all know the strange is supposed to be here. We all know Elsie. And, I, and my, the question was, would they do it? And I know it's a small thing, but to see both of them having the quarrel in front of the Clovis bot, so to speak, was great. And then Clovis, like, clowning his granddaughters. I thought that, like, I love that little interaction, as small as it was. And that's one of the things I always get used to get mad at Destiny, where they t- they tell stories in these little one or two character silos. Just yeah. we're gonna focus one and two, and that's it. And now it's like, no, we only three. And oh, by the way, yeah, Cyrus said, oh yeah, oh, by the way, Morsov is here. Yeah. And then everyone has their piece. But the mission starts off, you know, I like those missions. I, I think it's unique. I like this little, you know, this little thing that's searching and hunting you down from a tower standpoint. They like yeah. the, the, the stealthy the war mines, kinda... stealth mechanic, the war mine will kill you, so to speak, you know, kind of thing. You get in there, you do the mission, you know, obviously it's the Charlemagne thing. I thought that was great. Um, 
I'm going to say something controversial. I always give them hell for reuse assets. But it was something about being back on Mars. For that one little mission post the Charlemagne thing, I was like, man, I did miss this face. Oh, yeah, we were nice. literally doing ex- escalation or ex- yeah, escalation yeah, protocol. Escalation I'm going. Protocol. So I'm like, <laughs> yo, I do miss this joint. Like I, the little tower grows up from the ground. I start to smile. I was like, I know I they're playing on my nostalgia. They get me, Trav. But they, it, it's one of my favorite pieces of content. So I'm like, I got you know what I'm saying? And then, like, the, the story continues. And then, obviously, look, we cannot trust Clovis. I don't trust him as far as you can throw him. I no. think he's still up to something. Well, no, I like, my him. issue yeah. is that yeah. Exo body is made for Rasputin. Yeah. So we're trying to combine the war minds in there, but Clovis also has control of that. I'm like, can we, like, separate those two? Because we're about to have an <laughs> Ultron situation, I feel like, yeah, going on. Like, it's yeah. going to go down real bad. He's he's not to be trusted. There's going to be some crazy spin. The last I trust thing else. Him. You trust him? Oh, okay. Let's give him the, let's give him the keys. <laughs> yes. Give him that give him sounds the keys. like a great idea, sir. Let's give him the matches. Hey, man. Let's also go upstairs while the murderer is chasing me. That's smart too. Yeah, <laughs> and the, yeah, that was funny. The last thing I'll say, I thought Mara had some sage kind of advice. And oh, that voicemail with her and Anna was yeah. really good. And she threw some subliminals, you know, as far as uh, first of all, the relationship between her and um, the stranger was interesting. But she threw some subliminals. I felt it was kind of a Aldrin slight re- reference. As far as some mm-hmm. comparatively, yeah. you know, how things could go, right? With this type of thing. So I want to know where they go with it. And no, I thought, I thought it was good. It, I thought it was good. I, I really, look, I'm bit, I will say so far, I love the playable activity. I love the, 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 um, the contest mode light oh, that yeah. gives the ramp up. I, I, it's rare when I do the activity multiple times. And I'm not bored, and I'm I'm still into it, and so I know it's honeymoon stage. We'll see how long it goes, but so far, this is my favorite season right now in a long time. I will so say about the activity. I will say about the activity with that little like mini contest, like levels, whatever. I can't remember I like what it, it is. Um, I like it. no, but I think I'm like, oh, I was like, oh, I'll go pick that up. I'm like, well, do I do I want to do that right now? Because I got to change my loadout. Because I actually got to play a little right. serious in there. Because I can't just like. Yeah, you can't half, I can't half ass in there. Like I can't just like, oh, mm-hmm. let me go on whatever. It's like, no, I gotta make sure I got barrier unstoppable. I gotta make sure I'm holding my own in case my teammates do, you know, just kind of halfway it. So no, it's it's a legit and you activity. Got the mechanics before you get into the room where you gotta do the thing and you gotta separate. Had a they, new they one. Yeah, had a they new one this week too. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, okay. Well, that's me. But uh I'm sorry, Aubrey. I know you, you two got more to say, so I you've been chomping at the bit, so I, I know I talked a lot, so yeah, uh, this wow, this this season, yeah, by far my favorite season. I will say, before I talk about the the gameplay, mm-hmm. nar- story wise, narratively wise, it's very on purpose that they've chosen three of the characters who have the most insane amount of lore entries and history in general in Destiny, and threw them all in together, like. Oh, well, four, in fact, because if you're including Osiris, Clovis Bray, and then Anna and Elsie, mm-hmm. and then Rasputin as well, who are all connected because uh, Mara, the original people who were the first awoken, were all on the uh, Yang Li Wei mm-hmm. uh, colony ship. And so Mara knows all about the Golden Age and Clovis Bray. 
So you have a whole like subset history that we've never really heard her talk or interact with until now. Then on top of it, you have Elsie Bray. And we know that Mara has like powers and stuff, and we know that she regularly talked to the Nine, and we have no idea how much the Nine told her about what's supposed to happen. And we know the Nine do this because we did the Prophecy Dungeon, so mm -hmm. them telling us the future isn't anything new. It's just usually uh, in riddles and like mysteries that, that Mara seems to be good at figuring out. But what's cool was getting to hear them talk about their relationship yeah. this week. Uh, if you ha if you haven't <laughs> if you haven't played the this week's mission, probably stop listening now. Uh, spoiler warning. <laughs> spoiler. But yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that was great too. And then obviously, what's really exciting is is getting to see Clovis interact with a post well a post uh, soul system. Because mm -hmm. he was only around for the Traveler, but he wasn't around to see everything else that happened after that. So he's playing catch up. He has no idea what the Hive are. Mm -hmm. He knows who the Vex are for sure. Um, what, what, one second. His disrespect of magic is hilarious. Oh, everything yeah, he, yeah. he talks about in a very scientific and logical sense. He's like, oh, yeah, that could be totally explained by Blowers. So Cyrus is like, oh, you're going to learn today. You're going to mm -hmm. learn. <laughs> Well, I'm sorry, continue. I just had, I thought that was hilarious writing, continue. Yeah, yeah, no, no, I, mm. I, I definitely agree with you. His whole, like, logical sense of, of viewing everything um, is, is funny. But yeah, he's, he's, he's completely going to backstab. I mean, if you've listened to anything Clovis ever says is full of, like, contempt, conceit, and every possible worst thing you can ever imagine mm. uh, 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 a former human being who was obsessed with himself and his 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 uh self-replication mm -hmm. so you know and Ra rasputin happens to be something that um is of value to him so he has he has he has another game my biggest fear is that he completely sabotages and like merges himself with rasputin and rasputin that's what I and think so Travis, we don't was we, into that. yeah and that we don't get yeah, we don't get a full uh Rasputin reborn we get like a a refreshed Rasputin with a little bit of Clovis Bray attitude or like superiority complex but the two kind of do it yeah. <laughs> it would be kind of interesting it I would be it would be, be, it would be Rasputin's it would be. like yeah AI wore my knowledge with a bunch of sass like <laughs> Mm -hmm. Clovis Rasputin, is a, listen, Rasputin is a cool idea, but he's not much of a character, right? I, he speaks a different feel. language. He beeps and boops at you. Clovis has personality, and mm -hmm. I think that that Clovis is an ass. That's his personality. I love it. But <laughs> okay, so but counterpoint, who cares? Uh, you know who else is kind of an ass? Cade, mm -hmm. uh, Zavala. Uh, a lot of these guys are kind of asses at times. Their humanity mm -hmm. is sort of their best part about them, I would yep. argue. Uh, also, y'all are being kind of hard on our boy, Chloe. Ooh. Chloe. Can I call you Chloe? <laughs> Chloe! Oh my he, uh, Chloe. He, what you, wow. We're giving him nicknames now? Okay. Well, yeah. Why we all like yeah. Chloe? What's up? Whose ego is, his ego is so yeah. big, he built a mechanical head like the size oh, of a small oh, building. Yeah. Oh, and that still doesn't fit his ego. Call. It's ridiculous. First of all, mm -hmm. Kate Six had a big ego. Okay, a little obsessed mm -hmm. with himself. 
Y'all loved him. Y'all were sad when he died. Okay. Yeah, but I will tell you, Cade, Cade sacrificed. Cade went down with the ship. Clovis would be on the first escape pod off of that ship. It's a very different character. (laughs) Uh, I mean, he stayed behind. He's hey man. Mm He stuck with us. He's still here. He's very pro-human. All I'm saying is, Mm -hmm. giddy up. Let's get it, Clovis. Let's do it. You and me, we're gonna unlock Rasputin together. If if there's an artist. If there's an artist listening to this podcast, please drop some fan art of Travis just sitting down, having like some breakfast with the big Clovis head, just chatting away. I need that. I need need that. that. If there's an artist, hit me up on Twitter, please. Like, I I need to see this. This is Travis. Travis loves Clovis. Now we know. I do. I do. I think he's more. But Kane didn't torture his family to gain immortality. Maybe he should have thought about it. Maybe he'd still be alive if he did. Okay. Cade. All right, buddy. How about that? All right. That's all I got to say. So I would torture my family for mortality. Easy, easy. What? For sure. You can go <laughs> with the family. You You're immortal. You're immortal. Now you, you can just do it again later. Like, no, okay. we, at least now we know where <laughs> Travis's morals are. Anyway, it's anyway. on this side of the fence. Yeah. Whatever, bro. All I got to say is Rasputin boring. Clovis mm-hmm. cool. Clovis Let's see. Hey, at the very least, you can't deny it would be interesting. Oh, for sure. Oh, yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, yeah. no, I agree. Talk about throwing oh, well. a wrench into the machine, but I'm a little afraid cool. of what that machine's capable of doing then. That's all. Yeah. Yeah. I, I think it's highly now. possible. Mm-hmm. It's yeah, well, absolutely. it's it's very prob- probable because Bungie did like, okay, we've already given you a repackaged uh some repackaged tile sets with a couple of really good tweaks. Um, do we really want the same Rasputin back? Because even even Osiris isn't any isn't the same anymore. The same. Like he doesn't yeah. have the light. Right. We mm-hmm. don't know what he's gonna have next. Uh, mm-hmm. He's already talking about the new power on Neptune, which we know to be, <clears throat> which we know extreme. is Strand already. Yep. Which, by the way, backtrack. I want to rewind a second. Let's go. Uh, Bungie. So Strand has been in the game since season of the Splicer. Really? And y'all were looking at it in the face when you entered the expunge mission. And the very first corridor that you walk into where uh, uh, Curia is talking to you, Mm -hmm. that entire space is green. And it's the same shade of green that Strand is. Hmm. And so as you go through... Uh, the dungeon. So I, I I did a video about this. I I was super obsessed about the connections between what a splicer does and what strand is, mm. and uh, the final connective point. I like to think this is all. Mm-hmm. This is like speculation. I mean, I saw is what uh, Mithrax did with Nezarek, with Nezarek's mm-hmm. um, with a very it? specific sentence about why. Uh, Mithrax was the only person mm-hmm. who was able to see mm-hmm. the connective strand, like it literally says connective strands mm-hmm. to like get the, the, the dark power but the weird thing that's going to happen, like so Nezarek isn't gone, I think we're just going to see like a reincarnate Nezarek it's essentially what they gave us when you watch the, the animated short you see that Mithrax 
is like holding his head. Right. And you can tell that whatever that exchange, he like he, there was a price. He paid the price so that Osiris could be reawakened. We don't right. know what that price is, and we're gonna. I guess we'll find out later on. Mm. Um, and it would make sense if if that doesn't start to happen until Final Shape, because Final Shape is all about the final versions of mm -hmm. like the light and dark and whatever else that Bungie wanna wanna Avengers throw into Endgame. what the final shape is. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm. Yeah, because it's it's because uh, the, 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 the battle between the darkness's whole thing is about test and test and test until you can become like the most perfected version of whatever it is for survival. And so it makes sense that then we would go into final shape and that's that's like a, a large part of the focus is the uh i guess the apex equivalent of whoever is still around uh mm. going toe to toe to finish this thing once and for all interesting gotta see where it's gonna go yeah a lot of a lot of threads i said too i read too much law <laughs> no, no, <that's laughs> like, gotta have some of you guys that do this that way we can yeah. kind of have an idea of what's going on but no, I mean, this is first season going into Lightfall. Obviously, the lead up to expansions have been cool. Better Rivals, we had Lost. Um, Lost had obviously, the crystal was there the entire time. We had that kind of like moment at the end. Lo uh, Arrivals had the pyramid ships, obviously. So we kind of had the little thing there. Do you guys think at the end of this season, we're going to have that, you know, kind of moment, whether it's a little cinematic or like a, like, do you think there's going to be a finale that does something that sends us to Lightfall? Because we're going to probably have our story that's seven weeks. Week 12, week 11, last couple of days, do you feel there's going to be, like, a bonus to send us on? Or do you think they're they're going to keep that trend going? Because, I mean, previously, I guess, we had, like, the cinematic and Traveler waking up and, like, the, you know... All the darkness coming in, doing the you know Destiny content vault, which was you know <laughs> its thing. They were the Destiny content vault lore. But then you know you had the crystal break and all that stuff that happened as well. So it's like I just kind of that final moment is that going to be the one where Clovis tries to screw over everybody and take the Rasputin body? Is it going to be something small, or do you think it's going to be grander than that? Mm, I don't know. It, it, there's a lot of pieces on the chessboard right now. Well, the one so, that like I wonder mm -hmm. about is there's, and again, this is where it's like you look at the press kits, you can see some of the images. In Zavala's office, Mara's standing there. You got the projection of like Keitel over here, Mithrax over there, which you were mentioning now. Mithrax, if he's tied to Strand at all, that might be a time to like literally weave that thread all the way to the end. And then Anna's standing in the room as well. It's like I don't see Elsie in there, but it's just all those people in the same room. Like I am curious what that what happens in that discussion because there's a lot going on there. And that's this season. That's not that looks like a lightfall cinematic, and yet it's happening this right. season sometime. Mm -hmm. No, I, yeah, I, I don't it would make oh, sense. Yeah, go ahead. No, go, go ahead. Go ahead. Not that much of that. I was just gonna say, I really don't know what's gonna happen. There's just a lot of pieces on the chessboard. I, I they do have to set up lightfall well. This is the big expansion, so I expect something pretty. Let's say, cataclysmic. Something's gonna happen. You know, it's just Clovis is deviousness then we still have the zivu a wrath threat like yeah. and some comments were made about this is some of the reasons why sarah did not want to face her sister dead on like she don't want to smoke from from what i'm understanding you know so zivu wrath is being built up a lot i'm noticing even more so 
now. And then, um, correct me if I'm wrong. So Zero Wrath is the one responsible for at least getting Sagira killed or so initially, right? Like before the Savathun thing. Because I always get confused. Because I remember it happened kind of off screen, but then we saw a little bit. Cinnamon. I just wanted to clarify. I thought it was Zero Wrath. Yeah, you know that yeah, was, was. possible. Yeah, so, yeah. So what happened was uh, break it down. in season mm-hmm. where's the Bungie page Hunt? season mm-hmm. of uh, season of the hunt. That's it. Yeah, uh, yes. Um, uh-huh. So there were law entries about Rasputin because what happened is we lost all the planets in the solar system: Titan, mm-hmm. Mercury, Mars, and Io. Mm-hmm. And uh, Rasputin went to go and find out what's going on. Then he started discovering the cryptoliths and he was following them and observing he was doing research and observing what was happening to other alien races when they came in contact with the cryptoliths Mm. long story short they were all hypnotized or being converted he went to the dreadnought and that's where everything went went wrong and he was cornered Mm. by uh uh, Ziva, Ziva, Raf, Samuel. It was really. Uh, it, was it, it was, I was. Celebrant. I was going to say it was. Yeah, it was that's like right. High, yeah, high, high celebrant. celebrant. Yeah, who was down with Ziva? Yeah, yeah. That's mm-hmm. that's mm-hmm. right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and so he, well, Sagira sacrificed herself to save him. Get him out of there. Yeah, right. Exactly. And then we learn later on that Savathun found him there. Right. Uh, the thing with the thing with Savathun is is like she's been. The, the puppet master pulling all the strings yep. behind the scenes. And so mm-hmm. we're still going to be discovering up and even into before Lightfall, into Lightfall, mm-hmm. all the things that she set up. Now, granted, she didn't mm-hmm. calculate that we would A, beat her and she would die, right. even though she's technically not dead, not because dead, Amaru right. is still alive. Amaru so the ghost is, yeah. Right. So there's this whole where is Amaru thing. and Right. If he's able to get to Savathun's body, will he mm. be able to resurrect her? So Savathun's not like fully off the table yeah. until we know until it's confirmed. She's, she's in the Ar- Aramis territory. We know she comes. Right. Like it's, it's not even a question. Like she's yeah. the, the thing though. And the last part, I know we go deep, learn more stuff, and we got to twelve. But the, the, the thing though is too the the Nez Cafe thing that Osiris drank. From my understanding, yeah. is he could now understand what her motivations were what she was going to do that would theoretically now lead us to well he has you know, all her memories right he has all of Savathun's memories. memories that's kind of like break, that's got to break a human's brain honestly for as old as she is as much as she's been through from way back mm-hmm. with you know the... which is why Akora thinks Osiris is losing it right and then he, there's a there's a push pull between those two right now if you notice you know mm-hmm. what? What he said, and then he—he's almost broken too, because he—you see his vulnerability. He's just like, I, I need this to be right with the with the with the dungeon. I have a hunch. I need that. Something's going on there. I Coral won't let me, and I need it. And he's proven to be right in this case. There was something going on. Mm-hmm. So there's something deeper going there too. I agree. I agree. Yeah, yeah, and the uh, the um, I guess the pot that's like boiling over at the same time is how the Vex are quietly obviously but quietly like coming back into the picture in a big way because although we've kind of faced off against the vex we've never really seen their final shape but yeah um, they so we haven't 
we know that there are so many different sects of the Vex, and then they're all like they're not in a they're not necessarily in a group. Like there's the High Coven Vex, and then there's some other uh, types of Vex, and then there's the Vex that uh, keep coming back from the the is it the future or the past? No, from the past into the present, mm-hmm. um, and so that that was a that was a big deal when to do with this dungeon and seeing right. them trying to go after aspects right. of going after minds of uh rasputin it's a really weird play that at this point mm-hmm. the vex would be doing that because they've had years mm. to like rasputin's been around so it's really weird that they chose now to right. um to take that opportunity and i think that's to do with the fact that like ziva arath wants the warm uh the warm mind sat network mm. uh because they they're going to calculate and figure out what would be threat to them i assume mm. and then they'll they'll be like okay no we need that because if 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 ziva arath gets that like we're all done for because like That's anna right. said um it doesn't have to be at full power to Two, do yeah. Colossal damage. Yep. Yeah, and there we have it. All right. Well, yeah. So we'll see if they can keep this pace up. But it is seven weeks, so depending on if they have kind of enough events happen and maybe a twist somewhere in the middle, it's you know not like a ten week season where the story would be too long. Hopefully, seven weeks they can do pretty well with it. Um, speaking of also something that seems to be affecting the lore, um, we also walked our way into a new dungeon this week. Technically on Friday when it launched. Um, Psalm, have you played it yet? Have you played through it? Had a chance to? So I've done like the first two encounters. So that, you're at, that, you were at the top uh, of the spire? Is it is it the top? Yeah, I think it's... Um, the Consecrated no. Mind or whatever? Oh no, I'm not even that okay, far yet. I'm, gotcha. like, I'm like connecting the the nodes. Are you doing electricity? electricity. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Electrician. That's where I'm at. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I've read all the lore. Okay. <laughs> well, then, I, yeah, the I, lore I, I always have to stay ahead. Mm-hmm. Um, well, is there like a lore setup you kind of want to let us know? Like, why are we going to this spire? And then I know, Cog, you and I both have played it. Travis, I know you haven't gotten there yet, but we can kind of break down what actually the encounters are. If Travis wants to know. Travis, do you want to know the leave. lore? I'll leave. Ah, so we get spoiled. We, well, yeah, no, let's not spoil, spoil. Let's not spoil. We could just talk in general terms. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 I, 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 yeah. I want you to leave. I need you here. Bro, just... <laughs> He's like, bro, I'm going to leave. <laughs> yeah, because... No, I think I've done that before, right? I fell behind one other week, and I think I did. Nah, nah, so it's, cool. it's cool. We can wait. You guys have held off what I've missed, and yeah. it's all good. We can, we don't have to get I'm that. I'm planning on doing it, like, tonight. It's just yeah. with the, re- the review. No, bro, no I know. Long. You've been busy. You You're good. You're good. No, it's it's one of those... It, this dungeon, like, I highly recommend that people play it through. Because mm-hmm. once you get to the end and you read the lore, you will understand so many things about, like, where we're headed next, you know, for Lightfall. So I'll, no I'll say that much. No doubt. And all I will say is that... um. It was, I'll be honest, I was a little, at first, a little underwhelmed, I'll be honest, you know what I'm saying? But I love the last encounter. I love the last encounter. And, um, you know, I want to, and I do like the, uh, the, the, the loot 
Shout out to Ducky in there. Oh, yeah. He, he, they, they hard carried me. Him and Buddha hard. They was like, Kyle, you just get over there. And you, you worry about the ass. Don't die. You, 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 you do this. Like, you, you, you're, you, don't, you did not pass electrician school. You go over here, and we will handle this yeah, part. You're in the apprentice program, <laughs> and those are the master electricians. Yeah. I was a trainee. They had, I had the trainee <laughs> jacket and the vest, and they was like, all right, DPS, okay. And that's my cue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then I got, but I do, I really like that last encounter. I thought the encounter itself was great. I have a nitpick, but I won't spoil because Travis haven't done it yet, about what we're fighting. That's just a nitpick. But other than that, mm-hmm. I am good. You know what I'm saying with that. And, and like I said, the loot was fantastic. And you know, there's some law implications. And I, I mean, it's not spoiling. You gonna know this one. My man was involved in the beginning of it, so and I liked his whole, you know, motivation and 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 you know, frustration with where he's at with the vanguard and and respect level and trust level and that kind of stuff. I thought that was interesting with Osiris. So yeah, when, when Trav gets in there, we'll, we'll definitely talk about it in in full depth. Because I was curious to get his, his stuff. His um, for at least me, trying to keep it a little vague, because if you haven't yes, jumped yes. in. Um, yeah, well, yeah, Dungeon dungeon Master. It's going to feel interesting now versus when, say, I'm like level 1605. When I hit all yeah. pinnacles plus like the artifact versus where it is now. Now... One thing I don't know if you guys have noticed and have probably had a reason to go in and look, but they literally took the master difficulty or the high level difficulty away from duality. They took it away. Really? It's gone. Really? I Somebody said that in chat and I went to go look and it is gone. And I don't know why. This is the only one that has a difficulty on it. The old ones, it's gone. Like dualities is gone. And what's the uh, grasp is gone. Those had difficulties mm. and they are not selectable. And it's not like my character hasn't done them before. It is just not there. So I'm like, I don't know why they made that decision. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it's to do with like, because I, I think there was a there was a period of time where there was a lot of people trying to get their solo completion and a lot of people just being genuinely frustrated with how almost impossible it was to run that dungeon solo. And not break your PC because we're on master or difficult. Um, yeah, on master. Yeah. Um, I just, I was like, I don't, I never saw that like announced or anything, but they're just, yeah, I didn't, I, if you have a link tuned it down. Yeah. I was like, I didn't know. I was like, it's in this one right now. There's obviously a higher difficulty for, I don't know if there's anything you need to do in there. Um, only when it's rotation, it's master. Maybe that's it, because, yeah, it was uh, Shattered Throne the first week, Pit of Heresy this week, which I ran last night. And I kind of, I was curious, because I ran through Pit of Heresy last night by myself, kind of getting a feel for, just was doing a pinnacle and trying to see what one's like solo. Um, Almost had the solo flawless last night on Spire as well. During my stream, I was close. I was like, wow, damage phases left to go with Mm -hmm. regards to the final fight. Mm -hmm. Um, I do like the final encounter. I'm with you on that. Um, the mechanic is, you know, the mechanics like all the way through the whole dungeon. Obviously, there's going to be a thing to it. If you're good, it's actually going to be quick, and I think I like that. Um, Dado said it pretty well. Is like there's not like a giant prep to do damage phase to idols, like nightmare or whatever. 
that takes a lot of prep and warm up and going back and forth and setting up all these things. Like if you're fast, especially with a group, you could like set up a damage phase really quick. Yeah. So being able to like get really efficient at this dungeon is actually going to be pretty fun. I think, um, mm -hmm. especially for multiple people doing damage. I know there's a piece of it, the middle boss encounter. Yeah. I know that's going to rub some people in a certain way. Also, mm -hmm. that's not a new thing because we've had use of use of previous things in a similar fashion. If you go look at duality, your mm -hmm. boss encounter looks identical to something that you've seen before as well. Mm -hmm. um, so it's a combination of, and it makes you wonder, <laughs> I know we're, we're not. Uh, that's the part I would, I can't wait for Trav to get to that part. That's the part I waited for. I, I need to try and smoke for that. Because <laughs> I know how I felt. And I was like... It's a bad encounter, I take it. No, I'm not going to say much. Just, you know, I want to just... When you get I'll to say this, I, I still need to do it. But the one mm -hmm. thing I've, I know about it, besides the electrician part that I did just did right before the show, is yep. I was playing Crucible. Because mm -hmm. obviously that's what I do instead of yes. doing the dungeon that I should be doing. Mm -hmm. And... I saw I saw somebody on my team was wearing the armor from that. that <laughs> armor. Yeah. And I was like, I was like, God damn, that is a cowboy in destiny. And I was I was kind of yeah. I was like, shit. I, I was like, shit, I need to do that dungeon. Yeah. Long little cool. doggy. Yeah, it's That's kinda cool. cool. It's kinda uh cool. well, if you know about that, then I will say, yeah, there's a theme to the loot from the dungeon that is very thematic to that. Um or very now very I will cool. say it's I mean can I say that it's text mechanica related? Is that spoiling it too much? It should have been it should have been coveralls, really, based on what I've played so far. Denim jacket able, and everything else. Yeah, like, denim yeah. jacket and uh yeah, maybe something that shows off your uh your guardian's ass crack, you know? Oh Assless chaps. Yeah. Just, just go with yeah. that. <laughs> I'm I'm yeah. blue I'm blue collar, man. I'm blue collar. Gotta uh no, I wanted to ask. Okay, so you got cowboys are involved. With the loot, yeah. Uh, I, no, I, I get, ask, I get the tech. Yeah. 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 So I wanted it's to ask. Well, I wanted to ask Psalm because I know um, Blackwings had said it at some point. There's a reason text mechanic is tied to this, right? There's a lore connection. Is there something between like text mechanica? Was it like a Braytech thing? Is like something's there. Do you know? I feel like he said that. Is that accurate? Am I full of crap? Like, is there a reason it's text loot? Yeah. Yeah. Yes, I'll say that much. There's, there's, a, there's, you'll like if you, I won't give it away, but if you want to go read the law, uh, this podcast is sponsored by Star Collective. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, you can go, he just went and told you to read a book. He, I hope yeah. you know that. Love it. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you like, can read go, a book, you can, Titan. Yeah. That's right. Mm -hmm. Um, yeah, but all the all the answers are there. But yeah, there's a there's a good reason. Um, there are some heavy law connections to it. I'm not I'm not I I have a good grasp. I'm not a hundred percent sure. I would defer that to other expert law masters because I'm not I'm definitely not an expert. There are, there are some of us who have uh, who have truly mastered um, retaining the copious amounts of like <laughs> information. Yeah, I'm more of a 
predict the future and i'll mm. like i'm not not blowing my own trumpet but i've yeah. been pretty spot on with like the last four seasons mm. in terms of of uh understanding like where the the story direction where is the breadcrumbs we'll are going yeah very mm -hmm. very osirian let's just call you that very osirian <laughs> got that got yeah that. you can say yeah, that natural uh but yeah there's a connection there with the, the text and uh and yeah and uh, many other elements because it's not just not just mm -hmm. that but yeah there's two other things you'll discover no doubt no doubt um um e? but yeah i had a question for for ty I noticed you haven't said much about the. Have you done the uh, seasonal activity for Season of the Worthy yet? The heist the battlegrounds. Of the, the heists battlegrounds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I've done those. Yeah, <laughs> I was. I, I, I. I mean, I, I recognize the rooms. I'll say that. That's not really a good look. Uh, but the actual activity. Um, okay. I don't really care for the first one that they make us do every week but then when they tell you to go back and do it again weirdly the second one feels like it's way better designed for me it's a little more difficult and that yeah sort of stuff. i'm like all right this is cool yeah when you're i just don't get why they make you do it twice i, I feel like we could have skipped the i get why they did it the first week because it's like they're introducing the activity yeah. but then every week i guess we're gonna do it twice i'm like yeah Yo, you I... gotta do the low level one kind of get a feel for it and mm -hmm. then you can go get ramped up for the high level one mm -hmm. apparently i don't know do i appreciate that they make me go and play crucible in between yeah that's nice that's nice you know they make me go and earn those cards or whatever i gotta get my 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 uh my crypto oh, your key codes enough. yeah i gotta get i gotta get 500 cryptocurrency but yeah i i uh it, it's fine i for me the the seasonal activities are never they're always like well they're not always sometimes they suck right away but usually they don't suck right away but they suck after the fourth fifth sixth time i am glad i only have to do it twice a week though that's that's a nice feeling but yeah i mean they're they're all right this is it's mindless killing things. I'm running mm -hmm. around sliding around with a shotgun. Whatever. No doubt. So, how did you feel about the uh tile set, the maps? The oh the new maps in Crucible. No, the new maps in the battle mission. In the battle no maps in Crucible. Yeah. Um Yeah. <laughs> oh, we uh, know. <laughs> Mm -hmm. yeah, we know. Two maps in battlegrounds? Am I am I missing something? No. Oh oh oh! The is that the activity you do after where you go and I, yeah, I can't you're, remember. You're, the name. You're yeah, I was. I, I thought yeah. maybe you would have picked up. By the way, I asked the question, but yeah, the maps, the maps in general in the in the battlegrounds. What did you think of them? Because I know uh, Cog kind of breezed past it earlier, but I was yeah. interested to hear what you the, thought. The bring back of a certain the repeated locale. use of certain oh, 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 bunkers oh, 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 and yeah. such. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. uh, are you talking about the actual activity where you went to the exact same place, or are you talking about the thing that he touched on earlier about going back to the escalation protocol area? Well, both. <laughs> oh, okay. Escalation protocol area. So when I got to that area, my first thought was, "Oh, it's kind of nice to see this place again." And then as soon as we started fighting there, I was like, "No, it's not," because <laughs> I <laughs> because I I think I've seen a lot of love for Escalation Protocol and 
I get that people like something as soon as it's old, but I'm I'm like, yo, Escalation Protocol was not very good. I hate to break it to you guys. It was a busted activity. It was busted. What? It was broken. It was broken you, as far as you could. Remember, remember how you had to stand there and wait for somebody <laughs> yo, to get into a queue with three old. people they knew? <laughs> and then, yeah. dude, <laughs> F that, dude. That sucked. That was terrible. It was, wait, it, it was wait, like literally like... Fire. That's harsh. 40 That's minutes like... of just like me trying to make your own matchmaking. It was like a Bungie asked us to design the game for them that season. It sucked, dude. It was bullshit. We were so, elect- we were matchmaking electricians. So it was terrible, yeah, bro. Dude. It's not but a throwback. But it was yeah, it was a mess oh, trying to get there. It was a mess. Well. And then and then when you get nine people in there, the only reason it was fun is because nine was not the amount amount of people that they had designed the activity ah. for, and so you were just stomping it. But it wasn't balanced. It wasn't like a good activity. It was, it was like you're, what they we, did to. We, six we were all laughing at how busted it was because we found a way to break the encounter and people look back at that and they go man wasn't that fun and i'm like no no it wasn't fun it sucked what are you guys talking about it was terrible (laughs) it was not good at all dude i i spent more time standing around talking shit about the game during that season than i think any other time because there was so much dead air dude it was me just Finding different ways really? to roast wow. the game. Yeah, because unless unless you were lucky and you went to LFG and they were like, we already have three, we're just looking to fill. And those already those all filled up so quick. People were like, you know, immediately doing that. <laughs> then do that, you were one of the guys either A chilling on Mars waiting for somebody yeah, to pop to up and or you were the guy going to orbit and going back. And that literally mm-hmm. like was mm-hmm. Kill my family, bro. Like I, I was not down with that. It sucked. So I don't understand why people have so much, how many good feelings for that. So I wasn't stoked well, for that. Uh, and then in the activity, in the actual activity where you go into the bunker, I was, I, I was sort of thinking to myself, like, okay, it's a new location. Is it going to be a different bunker? And then when I got down there, I was like, if this is different, I can't tell. So I'm, you know, I'm. This sucks. So. Yeah, I'm not I'm not super happy about it. But that said, it's not the worst. It's not the worst activity they've done. I like that there's a hard mode. I like that they only Thanks make you do it twice. I wish they made you do it once, but you know, I am I am I amazed that this changed my opinion of the seasonal model and the weekly uh, routines they make you do? Not really, but it could be worse. I think escalation protocol is overrated. And if you're an escalation protocol simp, I dare you Fire. to go back. Fire. Go- my God! I, I'm, I'm, I'm gonna be honest. <laughs> it was a house fire. It was a house fire. <laughs> what are you what? saying, Sam? I, I was gonna say I like. I have to admit, I did really enjoy Escalation Protocol. I however, I don't be ashamed to have fun in front of Travis. He said, however, yeah, like, let him finish. Say you had yeah, fun. How, however, like yeah. I understand the frustration that the, oh, that right. Travis he's described because right. I had the same. Like I was that guy. I was that guy. Jumping yeah. back and forth from orbit, looking for a session where there's like two okay. or three more guardians and just me running between six yeah. <laughs> escalation then, protocol towers. I want to talk about terrible, terrible uh, things that we had to do. Remember the old, well, I didn't find one of my friends, but there's a random here. Should I invite him to the party and see oh, what yeah. his whole deal is? It yeah. was the invite game. Oh, oh, and then you invite this no. dude to the party and then you find oh, out bro. that he's... He's some he's some psychopath, some button down, you know, <laughs> monster who's who's That's vaping and like 
Oh my god! You gotta yeah, learn to mute. Mute. Being a wet burrito and going like, "Hey, what? What do you want? What? Oh, you want to do escalation protocol? Well, let me tell you about the problems with my girlfriend first, and then maybe I'll invite you." You know, they did Dude. invent a mute button. It's been a minute, but they god. did. They did have a you mute couldn't button. mute him. You were asking him a favor. You were like trying to get him to help you with something, and it's just like I, 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 I think at that point you might have to take a little longer and go find a better person because that guy is not worth your time. I know. I'm just saying those conversations chilled me to the bone of like, and then, and then you already have a party of like eight people, but then you find a dude in the world and he's like, yeah, I'm willing to play, but my friend and I are already together. So you have to mm -hmm. kick somebody out oh, no. and then you have to have that, like that you know, Sophie's choice. All right. One of us <laughs> has got to commit to right <laughs> now. And, yeah. Dude, it was not good. I don't understand what you what meant. You guys are just deleting all the bad memories, and all you're remembering is you jumping around and throwing yeah, 900 yeah. knives at an ogre's oh face. Oh, my God. Noble Balls was crazy in this. What? I'm very much yeah, between yeah. the two of you. I didn't yeah. love it like Cog. I didn't yes. like absolutely loathe it. Mine was more just like kind of disregard, most partially due to... Travis's thing because trying to actually get into a functioning group that's doing it, it just sometimes happened. And it was like, you get to an instance and there's enough people playing. You're like, hey, I think there's enough people in this instance of this like bottom part of Mars that's going to actually kill the stuff. I'll hang around. But it it was one of those that I didn't go out of my way to look for because of the frustrations Travis had that there was way too hard for three people and getting the weird nine together was just like kind of lucky. It was like it had its, you know, and then, yeah, it was like, I did not love it like Cog did, though, because it was... Oh, it's great. It was revenge for what Bungie did to us. They thought the nerve yeah. of them to think that was going to be a three-man activity, and we <laughs> got, we banded together. We broke the system. We hacked Listen through their little mess naked. It Good. was amazing. And then we demolished those bosses. And oh, it was no... We tanked the frame rate. We did everything to them bosses. And we got all the Ikelos loot. Remember how hard that loot was? Remember all the stuff you had to do for that loot? Oh, it was fantastic. It was payback, baby. And we, we was in there nothing they could do about it they couldn't patch it they couldn't fix it this was your seasonal activity we got you buddy. We got i you. wish you could listen to yourself just on playback because your argument is that it was terribly designed but it was cathartic so he had to got break to it back, got to get back at bungie by breaking the game yeah i'm sure you really got back on them they didn't build a game and then you got back at them by playing it a lot so i'm sure they're just they're just reeling from that gut punch that you delivered to them by playing their game a whole bunch no. you, you know what i mean like Oh my god, you guys are such you're such a simp, Cog. Such simp a boot for escalation, for escalation all day. Come here, baby. Come here, escalation. Let's let's, let's clear you out quick in 15 minutes and get my day back. <laughs> and give me all the loot while you're at it. Wait, Wait, just not here's, play. Here's, here's, a, here's, a, here's a question. Psalm, can if you, you bring us to back to planet Earth somewhere between sorry, these sorry, two sorry. It was a fun time for me. Well, I'll tell you what. Let's talk about season of the word. No, I'm kidding. Um, oh, that's worse. Okay. That's worse. I, I was going to say, what is that? Is that a uh, public event worse than exclamation, uh, exclamation, escalation protocol or same Which level? That? It's throwing the balls at the little oh, tower the in the public. Oh, that was, you had to get the, that was worse. That was, that was, that was definitely worse. Yeah. That was worse because they that was the first season that they added matchmaking and then they added matchmaking and you were like, okay, that's great. Too bad I don't want to play this activity. 
Yes, I agree. Yeah. I did not like that. That attempt. That was one of the worst ones. I agree. Yeah. So there's no there's no perfect solution to this. No, there uh, is. You could you could create a good activity and then also make matchmaking for it. Those two things are not only achievable, those are, those are but not super mutually easy. exclusive. Yeah. yeah you really look at any other video game and they do it all the time. I don't yeah, know if you've heard, but yeah. Yeah, yeah. It, especially it, the legendary. Yeah, talked about it. Yeah, yeah. six man activity. It took them a while. It took them a while to figure out the formula, and I, mm. I still think they haven't figured it out all the way some of the time. And uh, you know, I'll take the current seasonal activity over the days of Escalation Protocol any day. And I think when people oh, look at those rose colored glasses, I'm like, said it was better. I never said it was they, better. I just said it was think, fun. <laughs> you think you were having fun? But I feel like it was the it was a group shit storm that we all experienced together and we sort of great it's good because we all survived it right it's like we all are war buddies we fought in the war it was brutal it was bloody we all have trauma from it but <laughs> now you go and you see your see your war buddy at the bar and you go oh i love you weren't those the good old days <laughs> not I think, really you just i think you know. uh, yeah i mean uh, you're, I think you're not uh, you're not wrong, Travis, because I think when you look back at anything that's like quite a while ago, it's easy to say it's easy to only look at like the things you appreciate and forget like the yeah. the absolute yeah. terror you experienced trying to even uh, play yeah. through that content. Like uh, Season of Arrivals public event was amazing, but there was tons of things that was wrong with that. Uh, public event, even though I arguably I still think it's one of the the better versions of that style of public event where you have like twenty hundred that's an exaggeration uh <laughs> guardians show up in one space and essentially completely destroy uh, mm -hmm. event Isn't that bosses the one that aren't we supposed to just doing the public event again we were doing yeah it was collecting it, moats and depositing so that's why it was like repeat, it was repeat, 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 yeah. taken bubbles repeat. yeah no i didn't like that either man. i i can't get on board with that one i i just i don't know man has I, there been any I, public I, event you like yes yes well, what did he like ask him that I don't know. Yeah. I don't think exactly. they're right. I think exactly. there might not be one. Exactly. Honestly, no fun in this man. This man don't want nobody to have fun. I, I mean, I want everybody to have fun, which is why yeah. I'm encouraging See the scale that better. I'm dealing with? See the scale? There's Look, nothing you like. If you didn't have people like me, then they would just be like, oh, I guess they think that this is fun. And then they would stop trying. But there needs to be somebody going, this oh, isn't good enough. Let, no, you're the you can, the you guys be better than this. Absolutely. Course, so, I don't yeah. know. I, I, I mean, Menagerie got was fine. It was more. Oh, thank you. Oh, see, no, that's no, nice. No, that wasn't a public event, but it was an Six activity, minutes. a seasonal activity that I I I played a good All deal right. of. And it, was, it was more fun. There but are the some light, that have gotten light shine through, still, brother. <laughs> still, I still didn't want to have to do the, it over and over again. I I don't know okay. if anything's going to convince me to do that. But yeah, I I. Uh, but it I'm not a hater. Heart. It touched your heart. I'm not, a, I'm not a hater. I just, I, I'm a critic. I can't, you can't take the critic out of me. You just never can. <laughs> this is literally, right. this is literally cog fine. in most discussions on this podcast. Hey, here's the subject you might be sensitive, it's might great. have issues about, and I'm just going to poke and poke and just make sure 
and be like, oh, oh, that has that the twist and turn and just like constantly to be, oh, you feel uncomfortable? Let me just go ahead and set the fire under your ass too and just make it even worse. So you're squirming in your chair while I'm poking you in the side then kick you down and just throw sand on you and it's just looks like, how you feel? You feel good? No, you don't. That's what, yeah, okay. All right. You feel bad. I like when, when people are annoyed sometimes. I, I, it's fun. It's fun. You gotta Have like, you heard of the phrase... Critic. I like I like to. Have push you my- heard of the phrase "shot in Florida"? Because you live in that. I do. I do. Yeah. So <laughs> makes the show fun. Well, we can't go too deep on the dungeon. We will save that for sometime in the future. Apparently, maybe. Shout out to Christopher Sharp. His two hundred dollars super chat's about to go away. I know it's been sitting up there. I'm like, man, that thing is hanging on for the whole show. That, yeah. is, a, that is the beast of all super chats. Um, but we did have a TWAB, not too much, really. Obviously, a bunch of stuff about game to give. Um, shout out to all you guys who have donated through me, through everybody else. Uh, totally, I think it's up to, where are we at? 621000 so far raised. Uh, you guys did $2,185 last night just from my piece of it. Um, so shout out to all the game to give pieces. Iron Banner is coming back on January 3rd. So stay tuned for that over your holiday break because this is the last wob. So keep that in mind. Uh, if you get your triumph, I will say the shirt for uh, MMXXII for the moments of triumph. I like the you know Wolfy like wolf. wolf on top and the couple you know the traveler and the here midship and stuff in there. So that's a cool one. Um, how are you guys on the donning, or is there much worth discussing there? Are you, are you just like, I'm not cooking and I'm going to abstain from talking to Eva? Let me be the dissenting, happy, positive opinion again. Okay, there um, we go. The daughter is my favorite event. Oh, God. That's the only one I like. I like the cookies. I like moving it around. I like the colors. I like the snow theme. I like the snowballs. I don't know. It's the hold only on. one so we, I like. Hold on. We got some moving and trading and we got white powder going on. I think I know why you like this. Is yeah, your, like, this is your like, outlet for something you may not have got into in life earlier. Yeah, this is, I got this a is hustle. Your, yeah, this like, is your yo, hustle. This is your hustle. Yeah, I'm like, oh, so what, do you, what, what do you like? Oh, okay. All right, Banshee. So you like the, okay. And then who need the snickerdoodles? Okay, let me go put the put the products together. Let me go mix it up. Then it go make me get my little subclass. Who need impossible heat? Let me get my heat on. <laughs> It's it's fun. It's it's stupid. There are so it's, many it's, levels of wrong with that phrase. Let know, me get my I heat know. on. But anyway, moving on. That's mini on Chandra there. Stupid. I shouldn't like it. It's the same activity all the time. But I think it's the thematic nature. And I'm a New Year's guy. New Year's is probably one of my another one of my favorite um, holidays. I like to celebrate. So um, and I love. I think this year's armor is a little weak though. Normally, dawning armor is like my favorite armor. I'm actually kind of. Di- I was looking back through all the sets because it's like yeah, complete yeah, the yeah. set, complete the set, complete the set, and I was like, yeah. I kind of like the Titan one this year. And yours, Titan was y'all came off, y'all came off. You look pretty look. good too though. Like it's there's a little bit of fur, but not much. But like last year was like all the little like dangly jewelry things that were at, which I was not a fan of. Like this was, I kind of like the, and the last right thing, amount of flair this season. It's a bit of a loot explosion. It's like, once you get a get, you get a chance to get a gift to return, you get to unlock some stuff and they got a couple more weapons. I felt they, well, it did, didn't, um, correct me if I'm wrong. Did the machine gun ever debut at this event? The, the exotic one, or oh, that was another Fair apparent that's guardian games. Sorry, so I got that wrong. Okay, so anyway, it was the new pulse that apparently you reload and you get multiple kills. It has a perk to give you a gift. Uh, I mean, uh, an ingredient that you don't got, whatever. That one's kind of weak, I admit. Um, oh, the, the yeah, the origin trade for the dawning? Yeah, that's a waste. That is yeah, absolutely a waste. A waste. 
But um, look, <laughs> they killing me in the chat. <laughs> yeah, they killing me. But at the end of the day, it's like it's just a silly event that I've always liked. I I, I don't really like too many events to be honest. That's like I think that it is. Well, I mean, you got Guardian one. Games with like your aerial zone. You got right. Festival Lost with which lately is host, Haunted Sectors. Previously, it was the Haunted Ooh. Forest. Um, we've got this event for the dawning, which is you know bacon cookies. Snowballs, I will say, are a nice thing, nice addition just because of the stasis freezing and like those are actually functionally something you can interact with at least that like yeah. they're kind of nice to have for they do more damage than you think they would when you chunk them at a guy. Um, what's the other event? Guardian Games? Ooh, Guardian Games. We all agree Guardian Games should be way more than what it is. That's a missed opportunity. Yeah, right? there's there's always something they could do with like Guardians right. against Guardians 3v3. Do a PvP right. mode there. Something, yeah, of course. I yeah. totally agree. I, don't, I, think, I think it's always a time constraint that they, yeah. they're usually so invested with what comes after Guard, right. uh, Guardian Games that there isn't enough time to yeah. make I don't Guardian like Games as big as it should be. I don't like the Halloween one, to be honest. Um, yeah, the mask. I, I'm, yeah, I've never been I'm a fan of that one. one, one of, You're one missing of, one more. I'm like, what am I missing? Like, what's the other seasonal? Because you got the Dawn. There oh, used they, to be. They but deleted yeah. it. Yep. They deleted it. Oh, yeah. um, what do we forget? We've got one way we go to the uh, Solstice. Uh, oh, yeah, Solstice. Yeah. Yeah, Solstice. Is that mixed with Guardian Games? It's like. Oh, Guardian First. Games is no, yeah. Solstice is the aerial zone. I'm sorry, I put those it, together. Yeah. Solstice of Heroes. Right. Yeah, um, yeah. Guardian Games they could definitely do more with. I think um, the PvP, especially like you know, Guardian versus Guardian versus Guardian, the classes against each other, the obvious like three v three v three or something like that. At some point, I would love to see. We've talked about that before. Dawning yeah, with think... the snowballs kind of has its moments, but yeah, it's like I mean, it, Solstice has its own damn zone. Like, yeah, it's one activity in a zone, but, like, that's the one I feel they put the most effort into. Just Now, granted, they made it the zone, like, three years ago, and they've been using it for a while. So they're getting their, like, money's worth out of the efforts with some, you know, enemy changes. So... Uh, yeah, it's killing me. <laughs> <laughs> His face right there. <laughs> but it's, like, that's kind of the toss-up of, like, do you want a different zone, or do you want to do a lost sector that has, like, a purple pumpkin in it? So it's, mm -hmm. you know, for the seasonal mm -hmm. event, they're light, they're Eververse events, that's what they always are. I mean, yeah. you got I mean, those kind of You've got to build in breaks as a development team somehow, yeah. right? right? Rather than straight up saying, hey, y'all, we're on a break. See you in <laughs> two to three weeks. No, no new I mean, content. And everyone's like flipping tables because Bungie took a break publicly, you know? Um, yeah, I mean, it's, it's a, that is exactly what it is. They put some massive effort in early and they've been just reaping the rewards of having Eververse events every season that they can use them for. And that's not, I mean, but he said it right, though. They are constantly working and not every game has something to do every single week. And yet they managed to somehow fill, you know, you got iron banner here in a couple slots now, and then you got your seasonal event and you got your moments of try. Like they're trying to give you for a $10 season, enough stuff to keep your mind busy. If you want it to be there and you don't have to, but somehow they fill these weeks up and it's just, that is kind of what they are. So again, like if you think something's pretty buy it, if you don't, don't. <laughs> I will say to Travis's defense, I did not like the, I don't like this budget card thing, this acceleration card that's the happening event, oh, the event funding yeah. on everything that you could pay $10 or whatever. And you can fast track to the, 
<laughs> like what? <laughs> like this is new thing now because Dor- I, I know it now. It's more visible because Dorney is my favorite, and I'm like, the Dorney had this before. Of course not, but it's been, this is the third time it's been around. So welcome to the party, by the oh, way. We never had the easy pass lane on the door. They are charging you. They're charging you money for an event that used to be free. Yeah, that part. They are. Shout out. You to don't DJ have to buy it. Yeah. You but didn't have to buy it before. Really. The event's still free. No, but, but that, to part- that participate that part- in the event. Really, you have to complete those activities, and that's locked behind a card. It's stupid. No, you don't. You do thing- not have to pay to participate. If you how want to unlock work? those things in the card, yeah. How does it work? I I, I don't do the card thing. Yeah. So yeah. Me, well, yeah, uh, yes. If you want to unlock the things on the card, but that's the same as going to every yeah, person buying the, a cosmetic there. But the things on the card are the event. They're all like do this event and complete this thing in the event, and you can't unlock them if you don't have the card. Yes, yeah, I, I get therefore, therefore, it's stupid and pointless unless you buy the card, which is also stupid and pointless. And the only thing I plan on baking in that oven is my bucks. own head. It's ten bucks, and if you complete the event, mm-hmm. um, but what it it's so, going to give you like an emote, or like an exotic emote and an exotic ghost shell, I think, which alone would yeah. be more. So it is, and then if you complete the event and you engage in the event, you actually can earn more. So it's like you can see how far you get in the event. And then you can decide if you want to pay and unlock it or not. But theoretically, if you pay 10 bucks for an event card, you'll get more cosmetics through that than you would anywhere else. I'm not shilling for Bungie, but to say that it's like <laughs> to say it's like worse than like, hey, one set of armor is 1500 silver or the entire event card that you get the other stuff through is 1000 silver. Like it, it is it's worse. It's worse because the card gives context to the event. You're completing activities that are on the event card and you don't get the rewards unless you pay for it. Therefore, the activity itself, the entire event, you can't really participate in it. You can participate theoretically. They show you the progress report, but it's sort of like behind glass. And they're like, you, you can't even really participate in this event. Because it's you not really you about the You can get reward. the whole seal, which is yeah, all you would... If they did triumphs, you can get the triumphs and the seal. The only thing they're giving you is the option to buy cosmetics. You can, And if, it, if the card wasn't there and they're just like, hey, there's the dawning whole, triumphs... The, you could do the triumphs without getting cosmetic. The event, co- the event card is the event, though. It has all of the activities you have to do in the event that you have no reason to do if you don't, if you didn't buy the event card. So it's like s- saying, "Hey, this event is happening. Here's all the stuff you could be doing with the event, but you can't do them unless you pay money." Yeah, yeah it, it's ridiculous, dude. Ask. Because it's it's not the same thing as. As you know, the, the like, oh, hey, hey, here's things that you can earn if you do the activity and you could you could have just bought them. It's here's the entire what the entire event is about, these objectives on this card. And you can't even complete them unless you pay ten dollars. Really? That's you can complete That's them if you can complete every objective without spending a dime. Okay, that's the question can, I had. Can I order. click the turn in thing yes. on those? Yes. So you Ask so me how I know I've done free? a lot of them. I doubt you have. So okay. yeah. Okay. So it's done. It's, it's so basically. If you go to you, like, if you go to the. What is the $10 for? That's the what $10 I is for cosmetics. <laughs> if you spend $10, okay. you instantly unlock two cosmetics. Okay. Then as many tickets as you earn from the event card, there are oh. other cosmetics that you can use those tickets for. Do you want another emote? You could use seven of your tickets that you earn on that by doing things in the event. So you get two things. 
Are those cosmetics still available? Are those co cosmetics different from the things currently available in Eververse, or is there like? I, yeah, there, that's my point. Is they're they're unique, the ones that are on the card, correct? Okay. Well, I haven't sure. I haven't seen those anywhere else anyway. I don't think so they then, are, but it, okay. So, but you're still spending money for the cosmetic if you want it or not, right? Mm. You're spending money to do the activity. That's my point. Is you can do the activity, but there's I can little throw reason 500 to do it without the card. That's but I mean, like there would be no reason to do the activity if you didn't care about triumphs either. Like if they just gave you a seasonal, like a seal that was like, hey, it's star. I forget what it's called, but it's whatever the like. If you're gonna get the title for dawning, you could go through and do all the triumphs and just be like, oh, cool, I have the like star collector, whatever that's called, for free. Here's the question: Is there anything you can't get? By not paying ten dollars, sure, correct. There is, Star yeah, Baker. all of the stuff that's locked behind their card. So that's my point: is that look, that's the seal if, name. Oh, that's the seal name. Okay, you can get the seal. You can complete the triumphs. That's mm -hmm. all well and good. That's that's not changed. Mm -hmm. But the rewards for doing it are locked behind the, uh, the you getting the card. Your checklist is locked behind doing the card. You can complete those, and you can mm -hmm. get the baby rewards that they give you by completing the like an emblem you'll get a nothing. shader you'll get one of each weapon but just if, by if they doing want the people, things they're charging you to engage with their game which they're getting two things that they want right which is mm -hmm. ongoing engagement with the game and for you to pay money and the reward is that you have to earn the stuff that you basically just bought right so it's like work for us and then i'll give you the thing that you paid for that's basically what it is, right? It, I prefer it, it, I, I, it, it, I, I get what you're saying, E, that you can earn the, the shitty rewards and turn in the triumphs. I'm saying that the entire event is like, hey, here's the checklist of things to do. And if you do them all, here's the rewards you unlock. And instead, they're saying you can do the event, you can engage with it, but you have to sit behind the glass window with your hand, your face pressed up against it. And unless you pay $10, you're not going to get any of that stuff that you earned in the game. It'd be like if they said... Anybody can do the raid, but if you want to open the loot chests at the end of each that encounter, is not the same. You have to. That is not the same. Money. You cannot say that is the same. That was not I'm even not, close. I'm, okay, do you <laughs> yeah. not know how analogies work? I, I get it's that. Not but literally saying, the same, but it's it's the exact same idea. But you're saying one is here are your weapons and your loot that you can't get if you pay money. That is exactly the opposite of what's happening. You can go through the, all the triumphs and you earn one of each of the weapons. Mm -hmm. You get a shader, you get an emblem. No, do you get the I, cosmetics I think, that you buy? I think you're focusing. I think you're focusing on the details of the analogy and missing the point, which is it's the same thing. They're making you complete the activity and saying, "Here's the rewards you would have gotten. We're going to go ahead and give those to, to the postmaster, and you can claim them once you pay me ten dollars." That's what it is. I got it. It's not weapons. Does that matter? Does that matter? No, I was tempted to like boot up Destiny just so I can at everything. Yeah, my screen's occupied oh, no. right now. Okay, yeah. so imagine like imagine it this way. Imagine it this way. You have the amount of stuff that you can get from the cosmetics for ten dollars if you engage in the activity is more than you would ever get for ten dollars in the game. As a whole, you get two emotes. You get like a sparrow, I think you get a ghost shell, you get a transmat effect, which I could care less about transmat effects, but those are all cosmetics. You spend 10 bucks and you get two things already without engaging in anything at all. You do not have to throw one snowball to get two emote, the exotic emote and the sparrow you get for spending $10. 
Those two alone, separately, in any other instance in Destiny, like what does an exotic emote in Destiny cost you for silver? At least a thousand, probably a thousand silver or more. Then on top of that, you get a, a sparrow. Oh, so what I'm saying is, is yeah, I, I think you're, I think you're focusing too much on the economics of the perceived value of a of a, a cosmetic item, which fine people can have their, I would never pay $10 for a fucking cosmetic item, but yeah, it's, you know, ha so have that's your own a values. Point that's for fine. you anyway. That's the whole idea. My, my point is that the whole idea behind engaging in the event is that you have goals that you want to get right. They're like, Hey, do all the things on this checklist. What am I going to earn from it? Five and weapons, the, 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 um, currency. You've got shader. You got a yeah, emblem. but those, those are the those are the baby toys. The big ticket items are behind the glass window, right? And they're letting you know that it's there. So my my point is that what is what is the event exactly? Is it a is it a loose list of random stuff that you do to get tiny stuff, or is it one package where if you do all of it, you unlock big items? And if you think that it's just a loose checks boxes of you know, choose your own adventure. I want that triumph, that triumph. Okay, I got two of the weapons I wanted. I log off, then fine. But to me, the event is we made this activity and there's all these things you can do. And if you do all of them, you get stuff. And if you do all of them now, you look at the event card and you have to pay $10 to get that stuff. Is but that when did not we get correct? stuff before? When did they Who give cares? us like that, that? That's the whole point. Like if I'm saying is like when this is a way for them to give you a discount on something that previously you would just be like, here's the, the dawning has arrived. The Eververse is full of stuff. Now the dawning has yep. arrived. Here's this one bundle we made. And there's, and if you engage in the event, you can get even more in this bundle. But normally it was just, here's the dawning. You can do some triumphs if you want to for some weapons, some shaders, whatever your low level stuff. And then the rest of it was in Eververse just anyway. So how is it different that it's $10 over yeah, an event card yeah. versus oh, it's in Eververse? Like it's, yeah. you've always had to I pay the, for the cosmetics. That's my point. I get what you're the both saying because it's, it's a case different. of, I mean, essentially from like a, from a marketing standpoint, it's a way to incentivize Eververse items in a different, mm -hmm. in a way that puts it in front of the player, if that makes sense. So that you are, you're getting extra you're getting extra value from a season that you already get value from, if that makes sense. But like, here's another way for you as a player to be more invested in a season that most is it is it hopefully a lot of players. Okay, here I'm just hold on one second. I'm just gonna say because I feel like I'm on my own little hill here. No, please. No, I chat. I was gonna say chat. If you guys think I am the crazy one in this discussion, <laughs> just put a one in chat. I just want to see a whole bunch of ones show up right now. If you think I'm crazy, if it's if it's we'll not, then crazy. let me know. But that's, I just want to know, like, if I'm, like, dying on the wrong hill, a two. I, I just think... No, I don't think you're crazy. Uh, I, 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 I don't think you're crazy either. I just think you're confusing... I think there's a lot of stuff going on here. One, Psalm, what you said was extra value. Is it extra value if you have to pay for it, right? I think of no, extra but, value as, like, from, additive, right? You have to, yeah, you have but to pay from for Bungie's it. perspective of... Because he, because he, here it is at the end of the day, and the, let's let's just call a spade. spade no, they're all ridiculous. Chat, you guys are just fi Chat is fire tonight. Crazy. Chat that is fire. It started with a two. We got pi three point one four two two. I got one one in there. Two ones. Thank you. Two people. Think you're crazy. Just trying to find a way to balance everything, right? And this mm. is it's 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 funny because e you represent. E represents one side of the coin, and Travis, you're the other side yeah, of the same that. of the same coin. Yeah. In that, 
they know that there are some players who will be like Ian, be like, hey, I, I know, I know what I've been getting. I know where I can get certain things. And then they know that there are other players that's like, yo, I ain't going to do nothing in this season unless you give me a reason to do something in this season. Mm-hmm. So it's like, if I'm going to spend 10 bucks in Eververse, give me a real reason to spend 10 bucks, hence the event card. Mm-hmm. All I was saying that's, is like, that's you know, the, the reason I was getting like slightly frustrated mm-hmm. with you, Travis, is your words out of your mouth verbatim were, you have to pay to engage in the event. And I was like, that's wrong. That was my point the entire time because you do not have to pay to engage. You have to pay if you want cosmetics, some of which you can unlock. That was like my my, whole point. My my analogy wasn't that you have to pay to engage. It was that you have to pay to get rewarded for the engagement you did. Well, you didn't say that. That's the difference. I did. That's what was my rate analogy. I said the 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 treasure chest. Okay, we got it. (laughs) The treasure chest thing doesn't make sense. Wait, we have clarity. I have one more thing I want to say, which is that his point was that the old way of doing it, you also wouldn't have been rewarded. And so his point was that the old system was bad. The new system is also bad. That doesn't make it better. We're comparing two bad things. And this is a problem I have with the Destiny community as a whole, is that they don't play other games and they show it every time they open their mouths and say something stupid that just is a big red flag of like, hey, I love swallowing garbage as long as Bungie is holding the ladle, right? And I I, I don't jive with that. And so I, right. I just think, you know, you can expect more from your games because I would I would be way more likely to do this donning event if that card that they gave was here's all the stuff you get for your engagement for your time into it. And I think it's a slap in the face of the community to say, here's this event and all the things you can do. And here's the reward list and you have to pay to do it. That is a ridiculous thing to ask. And I, I don't have any empathy for them of like, oh, well, you know, they've got to make money somehow. Can I ask something? Not though? my problem. Just, 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 to to throw, just to throw, uh, mm. just, just for a little bit of pushback, because this, this conversation has been going on all throughout, like before yes. this season, into this season. Mm. I haven't said much about it, so this is a real good opportunity to, to say it. Mm-hmm. Destiny community, like, I love us, but we are spoiled as heck. Like, <laughs> the standard at which like the expectations that we have in general for what we what we what we think we should be getting from Bungie is insanely high. Now I'm not saying that other other games developers aren't whether they're doing more or not is is perspective. Like I hate comparing because like you don't know you, you can't walk a mile in somebody else's shoes unless you've walked a mile in somebody else's shoes, if that makes sense. Like you can't mm-hmm. you can't take Bungie and compare it to respawn and say, oh yeah, respawn do a better job. Like respawn, they they didn't they haven't made a successfully selling franchise for as long as Bungie's been doing with one game that's technically running an engine that's not on a new engine, quote unquote. Mm-hmm. What, however you want to look at that, you can go into the into the technical aspects of it and see that they've done a lot of work like under the hood, but what we get for the money that we get is still really good. And let's be honest, what what exactly would you add to that event card? That was my question. We're already no, getting no, no, no. loot drops. We're already getting uh, craftable weapons. What's left? There's literally nothing left but cosmetics. So that's that's like that's all I wanted to say. 
no offense to anybody else. Apologies if it's offended. Uh, no, not at all. Not about that statement, but I, I, I just like I just I would like I want to call a spade a spade. Like, mm. how much more are you going to add? Because anything else, they literally have to come up with a brand new item to throw on something, whether it be a loot box or an event card or whatever it be, in hopes that the community is going to say, "Oh yeah, this is sweet." I mean, we get people complain even about exotics. Oh, I want uh, exotics where I can get at all the perks that I want. Oh, I want leg legendary weapons that have exotic level perks. How? That would be like giving everybody an, exo an exotic all the time. And even then, like some of the roles that we get for um, craftable weapons or seasonal, seasonal weapons are very, very high. Granted, not everybody gets the same level of, of, of RNG. But yeah, I, ju I just wanted to push back a little bit because I, th I feel mm. like the event card just happens to be this the subject, but like this this topic comes up all the time, and I really don't know what else you would add to quantify. Like at the end of the day, it's a game, so you either enjoy the parts of it that you can enjoy. There's never gonna there's never ever gonna be like the perfect title. We can get close to it, but ultimately, like there's gonna be a reason that it's flawed or delayed or. Oh, they released it with bugs, and now it has to be fixed. Are you patient enough to wait, or are you gonna like throw the towel in and call them the worst development company ever? You know, all, all of these things come into play. But yeah, I think there's a middle ground, which is that you can, you can, you don't have to be happy with what you got. I think that once you stop, do I wish some of this stuff was better? Yeah, I do. Yeah, I never exactly. said. I never so, said. I never was against that. I was, and it's like, believe me, if they threw like an armor, if they had two different armor sets. One was earnable, one was viable. I don't know what that takes for an artist to do. Do me pe more people engage in the event for a set of ornaments? Do they not? There's that whole debate, I'm sure. But I'm just saying, like, the whole, I think what Solomon's saying as well is, like, they're, you know, we've talked about the monetization of Destiny being all over the place in, like, six different ways. We know it's expansions and seasons and dungeon keys, and now we got Eververse and Transmog, and it's just, like, they're piling them on at this point. So the event card's just, like, the next one that's on there. But again, it's also kind of about the perspective of the way you look at it. Is it anything you actually care about and you want? Do you want to spend the money on it? You may have, you, like, then it's something you, you're like, I really want this one ghost, whatever. Like, I got to have the beanie ghost for whatever reason, the snow beanie. Who knows? Like, if what are the, you know, the ear flaps ghost? Like, there's something that speaks to you. That's why they make so many different options, because most of them don't speak to everybody, but they try and get stuff that speaks to somebody. If they're finally going to get you, see if you spend, you know, five bucks or ten bucks on this thing, then they got you. Somebody's going to go over there in Eververse and buy three sets of armor and be a complete and make the whole event card irrelevant when they spend forty five dollars on three sets of armor. And it's not going to matter. I know some people there. <laughs> DJ Oros is funding <laughs> no, Lightfall for all I, of us. I, I, may, so. I may know of someone whose excitement may yeah. not be for the content. But whatever versus <laughs> I may know I may know some sparrow horns, yeah. They yeah. that's one thing, like you know, I have transmat effects, I've got ghost projections. I'm never gonna buy one of those ever, mm. probably. But if there was a sparrow horn that was absolutely ridiculous, up oh, let's oh, see, Travis, Travis is fighting fight. back now. Travis is fighting yeah. back. <laughs> hey, I gotta get my microtransactions. There you go. <laughs> That's, yeah, but that's like that's that like I I fully respect that because it's true. Like no company can run without their their monetizable content, and Eververse and the event card is 
how they make money so that they can keep making Destiny. It is what it is, and so it's just about what what option are you comfortable with like backing Bungie with so that they can yeah i mean the we, game we've we talked love. about that on the show so many times and i think we all agree that the model they have right now isn't the right one it's not like the perfect one because they charge you for the other thing that pisses me off is the fact that the the uh, events that happen aren't part of the season pass shouldn't my event card be part of the season pass i i there's just so many you get a set of armor in the season pass okay so I'm well, like, I'm talking, I'm talking about the event card in the season pass. Why, why, why do I pay for the season? And then there's events that happen in the season that I am excluded from unless I pay more money. You know what I mean? Like, it doesn't really make sense. I feel like this is the it, chicken and the egg thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Going, I'm like, it's, <laughs> this can go on forever. It's like, <laughs> I, on. I, I understand what Travis is saying. I want to yeah. say that I do understand that. And I do. Oh, I mean, that, then at that point, point, the season could be $15. No, 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 no. I get that. And but then you don't lump the seasonal event in I there. I think for me. I always look at what are the competing models, right? And if there is a model that theoretically does it better that we could kind of pin to and say, okay, this is kind of where this goes. And maybe other games are not doing seasonal passes, including special events that are separate. Right. And that, that I don't know. Cause I mean, I don't play a lot of other looter shooters or like that to know what the comparison is. That's all I want to know. So we have a reference point. Yeah. You know what I mean? I because... play a lot of them, and I think that's why I get so frustrated with Destiny because I feel like and that they was my haven't... question to you. And my question yeah. is what my question to you is what is the game monetization track wise that you feel is fair that does it better than Destiny that Destiny should emulate? Because there's, clearly, there's, yeah, there's like three or four models that mm -hmm. they could pick, and they're kind of doing all of them right now, which is why I get so pissed off at them all the time. Is because mm -hmm. mo most games that have a model like Destiny's don't do expansions they don't pay for full size games because if you pay for a full game usually the season passes for expansions and then that's pretty much it and then there's also games where it's completely free to play you don't have to pay for any of the content and they just throw microtransactions at you destiny mm -hmm. doesn't do that either and then there's the season pass model usually the season pass model has microtransactions as well but in this case you guys are sort of paying for everything i mean if you truly want to engage in all the stuff that destiny does you have to pay if you want to fully engage in the free events you have to pay for the season passes you have to pay for the expansions you know like transmog has its own microtransactions attached to it there's just two their their hand is in too many pots and i feel like it's gotten to the point where a lot of Destiny players just go, oh, well, this is the way it was, or that's how they did it last time, or, oh, you know, they have to stay in business somehow. I've never heard players care so much about the health of the company than when I talk to Destiny people, because most players are like, that's not my my problem, right? Mm -hmm. Worry about your own fundraising, right? If you need to go raise money, like, why are you involving me in this, right? I'm the consumer. Mm -hmm. You should charge me something that's fair. And so I think there's a lot of different models they could borrow from. If they truly want to go free to play, they should mm -hmm. do that. I feel like they they must have the player base for it. They must have the people microtransacting at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, and if they wanted I to do did. that, I'd probably forgive them more for the event card right. and the other stuff they're doing. But this isn't that type of yeah. game. It's a premium game with a freemium model and mm. season passes on top of it. It's kind of mm. crazy. And so do you think I asking a okay, question? I'm honestly curious. Mm -hmm. Do you think asking for something at the scale of Witch Queen is justified for a free to play game or and it's like and if there is another game that does it on the pace of like 
12 to 15 months. I'm just curious what, is there anything that releases on the scale of like, say a Witch Queen expansion or a Lightfall expansion in free to play? Cause I don't know what those are. That's what yeah, I'm asking. Warframe. 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 Digital Extremes yeah. Warframe. Warframe. They have mastered the monetize. Like I, I love what they do. Um, are they like they the only have... one? Kind of? No. There's other ones. Ben, there's the yeah, Dungeons and Dragons one. Uh, yeah, the, yeah, whatever that game's called. I, I used to play that one for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, there's a lot of games that do that. And granted, they they tend to go a little bit closer to pay to win. Like they've, they have mm-hmm. a little bit stickier payment models, which, you know, obviously we don't want Destiny to get into. But there, there's a lot of examples out there of games that have that. And I, I think you make your money back via all the different ways that people engage. And then they end up buying the season pass. Like if you can sell somebody a season pass and they do that every season, that's your business model. And the microtransactions are just on top of that. Mm -hmm. There's also the original model, which I know people don't like to talk about it, but there's the subscription model, world of Warcraft, right? right? This monthly subscription. That's a thing that a lot of people don't like to hear about, but it's still a, a, I, I view it as sort of old school, but it is it is it is something that that exists. Uh, and if that honestly, at this point, if you told me, Travis, you could pay a subscription and you'll get everything that's in destiny and I won't bother you with microtransactions. I'll take away the Eververse store from your queue and <laughs> every month. I would though? do it in a heartbeat. Right. Because like, like, I'm not going to stop playing destiny. So I might as well just get rid of the ads and all the stuff that irritates me about it and just pay a, a monthly mm-hmm. subscription. So. That's an option too. Yeah, my final. But, yeah, but here's 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 the thing, right? With a uh, subscription model, is that um, it's it's not only subscription model. So you're paying monthly, but then you still get to you still buying stuff from the cash shop as well. So they're making double the amount from you. Yeah. Whereas in Sometimes. Destiny, yeah, you pay once, you get the entire. Like if you buy the year yearly expansion, for example. Uh, depending on what the deal is, sometimes you get a silver bundle thrown in there. If you just depends on if Bungie's being feeling generous, um, and then you have the few items or like uh, armor pieces or sets that you want from the the Eververse store, right? But at least you you don't have to worry about oh man, Bungie's going to hit me with a eight ninety nine at the end of the month, nine ninety nine at the end of the month. Uh, Right. Again and again and again, or whatever price you want to charge. Like I remember, Final Fantasy fourteen online. They started mm-hmm. with like it was a fifty ninety nine subscription. Yeah. Way back in the day, I was like, "Oh, I'll do the trial and that's it." I'm yeah, because because I'm out after that. I jump if I think it seems like I don't know if a player satisfaction is kind of like an immediate turn off when gamers hear subscription because I think it's like a model that's really thrived well, like in PC. And maybe it's a console thing, but the last thing I want to say, because I don't want to go along with this, but is that they have mastered the satisfaction model <laughs> because clearly Destiny players love paying for this stuff because this is the, to Travis' point, this is one of the only communities that I've seen that really, whether it be the quality of the emotes, the, the way the game feel, the way the, the, the artifacts and the ornaments look, People are out here with the wallet and they got the data and the telemetry to prove it. So it's like, we're our worst enemy because we keep feeding it, right? We keep contributing and saying by our actions, this is okay. We, oh man. And I'm, listen, I'm guilty as charged. 
I saw I was like a, the darling ship. I went right. I said, I don't want the rest of that, but I want that. <laughs> and I, I hit the silver button. I'm guilty as charged. They, 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 when they, I was the first, when they did an Iron Lord emote, I was like, this oh, is Oh, yeah, emote. you were there. That was the debut of $10. I am part of the problem. <laughs> I know I am. So if it's me, and I'm a guy that's very conservative overall when it comes to microtransactions, stuff like that, there's got to be a, a ton of DJ Oros's in the room. <laughs> <laughs> that are that are feeding this and they've got the data and they're like hey they ain't gonna pay for all these bottles that we put in so i'm guilty as charged that, that that's where well, i'm yeah. at it yeah. is it is true that destiny are a bunch of obsequious enablers all the yes, destiny players yes. that's for sure true but i i i i have an aspirational kind of approach to destiny and more importantly i think we all agree that destiny has health problems on occasion oh right sure, and one sure. of one of i as an example, I've got uh, I've got a, a group of friends that recently started playing Destiny. I did not can tell them to do it. I, I tried to ward them off, but they went for it anyway. To do it. <laughs> um, but they recently started playing, and he went and he bought the collection that's full mm. of a bunch of stuff that's already been put in the vault, and found immediately found out that he couldn't play it. Right, so mm. that that was like his first like what, and he mm. found out that he can't, he couldn't play uh, the Witch Queen without buying another expansion. That was his first thing, oh, no. and then he dealt with the absolutely atrocious new mm. light thing where he said oh, yeah, he yeah. logged in and he got twelve cutscenes in a row. Yeah, and they that's were like. Real. They were that's like real. the the first cutscene for Witch yes. Queen, and then a cutscene for something else, and then a cutscene yeah, for a season. Right. And he didn't know who any of the characters yeah, were, and were. he was super yeah. lost. And then he got to it, and he was like, "Oh, and I don't have the season pass, and also there's an event going on right now." And yeah. basically, he he just he just called me up and like roasted the game. Yeah. And I if if Destiny if Bungie really was serious about growing their player base and growing Good Destiny point. as a franchise. They would get rid of some of those barriers of entry. And the biggest barrier of entry are there's all these it's it's somebody in the chat said something incredibly stupid, which is that the expansion model is basically a subscription model. It's not because if you buy the subscription, you have access to all of the content that the game includes right away, as long as you're paying the subscription. And the expansion model is, well, if you want to catch up, you got to pay for 2014, 2015, 2016 and catch up with your wallet and then get into the actual game. And it, it's, it's, it's more just about how confusing do you want to make the game and how hard do you want to make it to get back into it? If you've fallen off. And I think that if they took down the, some of those barriers of entry, the player base could grow and they would make mm. more money off of microtransactions. So yeah. there's that part of it, which is like, you know, the, do you do you want destiny to be around 10 years from now or do you want them to just bleed dry the people they have now and make it nearly impossible for new people it's to play criticism and, and, I, and, I, yeah. yeah no no that, that uh, is a valid criticism and i've thoroughly experienced that as a person who only made played one character a warlock and because i wanted the iron lord title it forced me to make a destiny two two other characters doing that process of the two other characters i literally experienced that same thing, cutscene after cutscene. Now, if I put myself in the, you know, new player experience who does not know what's going on, then put myself in a new player experience where they did not buy any of this other content, right? It, it, it's really like, wow, I can't even engage. And then the last point I'll say is, which I do think is very unfair. And I, this is my personal thing, which is as a person now that they've introduced cross save, right? And cross play. Um, the fact that when I go over now to PC, I don't have Witch Queen, even mm, though I bought it yeah. on console. No, 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 that's a 
Like I, I literally played for the expansion and all of this on one platform, but because I want to have that flexibility to go from platform to platform, yes, you're saying I could do it, but I now again have to buy the entire expansion over here. That's ridiculous. <laughs> so I, I completely hear where you're coming from. And they definitely, if they truly want to, ex- they want to grow the new light experience and make the game bigger. I completely agree with you on that point. Yeah. I mean, for me, the biggest thing is I still think, like the old expansions should start being free. Like for sure, Forsaken and Shadow Keep should be free. They yeah. are too old. Most of that content is generally irrelevant. The weapons are there's no origin traits. The weapons are not like fresh. Like you go run through for a pinnacle, but that is literally it. Like there is a pinnacle that you can get from there if it's in rotation that week. Like those need to be free. The and you would actually give some of those people like, hey, you could do the Forsaken, which doesn't even have a story involved. So that should not be like at least Shadowkeep would let them have the first expansion that does this pyramid saga free start the story at least that now granted I also think beyond when Lightfall comes or yeah Lightfall comes out beyond light 100% should be free as well because at that point stasis is two years old but again they're gonna like if Lightfall comes out and Shadowkeep is still something you can buy and it's this legacy collection that is mind-boggling to me so I'm with you on that one there's a point especially the new player adapted model and again, that's why I think we all wonder the same thing. And when you said it perfectly, Travis, the idea that they want to bleed, you know, bleed the rock. There's nothing left. You can't get blood from a stone. Like they're going to get to that point with some of their players and they're like, I'm out. Like they, they finally don't want to do it anymore. Or as you said, you have friends that come in and if they get that outside perspective, that's like, yeah. oh, you went through all of that. And it's like, yeah, what else, what else do you play? Let me go check out that other game. Excited. He's oh, I know. To play I know. I, I've I'm heard like, you guys I'm talk about it. Too. I'm like, I don't know. We got to see. I heard they have a new onboarding process. No, do not, do not oversell that. I wanted I, to like, I, I wanted not. to walk into your podcast so hard. There was one time yeah. when you were like, "Oh yeah, they got this thing set up." I'm like, "No, no, no, no." It. Does, I don't think it's quite no, that. No, the no, the I, ranks. I have not overselling it. Yeah. yeah, I just said that they're looking to improve. But Maddie is going to come from a Travis-like perspective, like Travis's friend-like perspective, which has no idea yeah. what's going and on. They don't has not played. And if he comes in there. And they go, okay, hey, welcome to New uh, Lightfall. You can play that. But with this hot witch queen, this whole thing that everybody was loving that you heard about, $40, fam. You ready? You ready to get back into that? In a whole subclass or whatever, or an exotic that you heard about? You got to have to pay that 40 to get in, man. That's that VIP. That will frustrate people. So, yeah, they, it's going to be interesting actually... to see what they do with Lightfall. I almost proposed bringing my friend on this show because he's a streamer. And I was like, we could just have you ta- tell us about your entire onboarding sure process. Cause I was playing with him for like two hours and the entire time he do- just would not stop talking about all the stuff he hated. He was like talking about currencies. I was like, oh, dude, you're speaking to my soul with that <laughs> one. You know, he's talking about all this stuff. And it was hilarious because there were so many things I never thought of. He was just like... Yeah. He did an impression. He was like an Ubi Jube from the planet Margadong. Did the, you know, all these cutscenes he didn't understand. And he was just like, what the, what is this? Every time we log, log it, it just keeps going. Yeah. It does a random it, one. Yeah. Yeah. Like it, yeah. it's like it's playing an automatic algorithm catch up on cinemas. Yeah. There's and you don't no, know when it's going to happen. Yeah. You just log he said, in. He, yeah. He said, I'm like, I, 
He said, he said, I, I turned on my, my PC. I logged into destiny. It told me about this lady Savathun that was a problem. And then I got into the game and I found out that I couldn't go and do that mission, even though I bought the collector's edition. And so I got mad and turned it off. And then the next day I turned it back on and there were some robots making out. And he was like, I had no idea what was happening. He's like, he's like, did they, he's like, he was like, did they just make a new game while I was gone for one day? Like he was freaking out, dude. It was so funny. Oh man. Well, <laughs> yeah. That's yeah. Funny. We um, are I, I was I was I was going to say that um what's really weird is we were technically at that place we were when Forsaken was, was at pending pre yes. DV, uh, DCV Destiny's currently sitting at 100 gig is it now? The, the file size, mm, something oh, close cool. to that. It's so big. I'm really interested to see how mm. this transition to Lightfall is gonna is gonna go and what they're gonna be taking away because they're gonna they're definitely gonna take something away for sure. Taking away 60 FPS. <laughs> you had a good job. We're going back to 30, baby. <laughs> going back to 30. Hey man, that'll get the file size down to like what 240 something like that. We decided to sunset the frame. <laughs> <laughs> Yo, that twelve would be crazy. <laughs> hey, they they said they're not getting anything, getting rid of anything. They're not vaulting anything. Yeah. 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 Too funny. What um, if they did a, a vault reduction? Would you guys be down? Vault reduction. See, now he'd do a vault, vault reduction. They remove one hundred vault slots in order to get the game. Well, that's just a, that's a bad idea. <laughs> now he he's like, yeah, wait, how far y'all willing to go for this? <laughs> what if they got rid of? No, they just they add an event card. It costs ten dollars if you want those hundred. Yeah, they add an event card on the phone. Shut his mic off. Shut his mic. <laughs> All right, and yeah, that's yeah. where we're gonna wrap up the show this <laughs> evening. Yeah. Uh, but in seriously, we are actually at two and a half hours, so we probably do need to wrap yeah, this yeah, thing yeah, up. Yeah. Uh, mm -hmm. Tom. Man, it has been fantastic. I know we've been all over the place over the tonight, place. <laughs> um, but it has me. been an absolute pleasure uh, getting to know you, getting a chance to talk with you. Definitely been a big fan of you for a while, so glad we finally got you on the show to chat. Um, kind of at this point, if anybody made it to the end of this episode, for one, thank you for making it here. If you've been listening all the way through, watching all the way through, and you made it here, um, tell people where they can find you, what to look for, if you got any content you're working on, your channels, your the platform is yours so let them know outside of talking about you know your rabbi bill clinton you can leave that part out but you know everything else <laughs> no you try to demonetize yourself <laughs> <laughs> if anybody gets that joke you watch you watch something on thursday anyway yes, yes. yeah uh yeah no thank you so much for having me uh e cog and, and travis it's been been such a pleasure and fun it's good for, it's good to to just kick back and relax and laugh and talk about destiny and uh be passionate about be overly passionate about this game yeah, overly sometimes today. I, don't, I don't yeah yeah sometimes i don't okay. even know why we're this passionate but yeah we, we love it, it. Mm -hmm. um but yeah if you're looking for me it's uh psalm lab everywhere on twitter and youtube especially i have some lore videos coming up over the next uh couple of days mm -hmm. uh one is going to be talking about the witness and the traveler um, I have another one talking about uh, Asher Muir and oh. some some and other battle. OG characters. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, you Asher Muir was actually based on me. I don't know if you guys know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's, he's your representation. He's your... <laughs> Makes sense. Yeah, I can I can see that. I can totally see that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, apart from that, um, have a 
update video coming out about the old Chicago series, which I'm doing. Which if you haven't haven't heard about that, it's a Destiny animated web series that I'm working on with uh, quite a cool team of people. Neen Kin being one of them. He's the he's the animator, and it look it's it's good. It's really good. Um, We've we've got a team of really talented uh, voice actors. They're all just incredible uh so i can't wait for you guys to, to see and hear okay. i'm excited i'm excited that's what's up that's fire look man huge fan of you i'm very proud of you because you know i remember you in our early chats you know what i mean kind of thing and just to see your journey has been really inspiring i love how much you you care about the law and as a person i'm like a fake law nerd like i i, I like it but i just ain't willing to put it to work <laughs> So, yeah, so yeah. I'm just like I'm gonna go to the to the guys that put it in, and you put it in. The passion is there. I, I was really proud when you got celebrated. You know what I'm saying? By Bungie Thank recognized. You. That really made me smile. You've been killing it for a long time. This is long overdue. And yeah, man, definitely had you back, man. It was a lot of a lot of fun. I'm glad you had fun with all our foolishness here at the <laughs> yeah, fire. But uh, yeah, man, <laughs> a little, little spicy meatball tonight, but it's always fun. Oh, yeah. Look, man, that's what we do. That's what that's the last word. But yeah, congratulations, brother. Very very proud of you. Very proud. Thank you, thank you. No doubt. Well, well Travis, do you get to do you get to go to bed at a reasonable hour? Get a little sleep. Play? Not tonight, but soon. Okay. Uh, yeah, I gotta I gotta get through a couple things, but yeah, I'm almost there. Um, yeah, you can you can read my recent reviews. Choo Choo Charles, which is a bad game you shouldn't play. Uh, um, High on Life, which is a better game that maybe you'll want to play, although if you're the type to clutch your pearls, probably not. Uh, and um, yeah, if you if you're it's not for the faint of heart. If you have children, maybe wear a headset. Um, and please, uh, please wear a headset. <laughs> the game's ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and you can find my previews of One Piece Odyssey and Ooh. Superfuse live on IGN.com or on YouTube. And uh, yeah, other than that, I'll just be here. Um, fighting my destiny friends and uh, <laughs> having having nobody like me for it that's why we my, love you brother my goal. That's why we love my goal i was gonna say we don't have to like, like you but we love you that's the difference exactly so. i gotta like you yeah. we like you good yeah <laughs> that's nice that's but that's dope. the yeah it was like you're gonna disagree the most with the people you love that's just how it works so mm-hmm. true yeah um i mean that's i appreciate the sentiment but it's um it doesn't make it feel any better that no one likes me <laughs> see this is the, the you're you're good on the previous self-deprecating now we're just getting now we're getting yeah, sad travis now we're sad just getting sad, 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 sad yeah. travis yeah sad Trav. oh, look, look, it's all love here right i just wish that also liked me like you do to each other you know what i mean because you guys also like and love each other listen know? the cabal's you're our, you're our scion. You are our, yeah, you're our scion escort. You're my Shut favorite up. scion. I don't need to be liked, okay? I'm fine. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, and on that note. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks for letting me grill you. You're an awesome dude. Cog, did you already do your sign-off? Should I hand it no, to I'll you? No, I'll do mine. I'll do mine after you finish. Cheers. Yeah, look, like, fantastic show. Um, Again, you know me. I like, 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 like Cognito on Twitter. The Friday Duke wrapped up. We got the episodes out, so we're going to take a break, an extended break that I'm looking forward to. Holidays are coming. Um, Saturday, we'll do a, probably a birthday stream at Gaming Act. Lord Attic, he was in here. Probably just play some games, probably some Halo. Anybody wants to jump in, we'll do that. Um, I'm going to catch up on a lot of games, y'all. A lot of games. I'm looking forward to catching up. 
and um, Sunday will be probably the last IOP for the year. And yeah, looking forward to the new year. Love you, fools. It's been fantastic and fun. But I need some time. <laughs> Cog needs to recharge. <laughs> I want to see a mic for a little bit. Just play games. Enjoy the holidays. And um, yeah, man, that's what I'm looking forward to. But E, what you got going on in your schedule? First of all, congratulations to E. I didn't give you your props. Gaming to give. Little like charity. Doing the damn thing. Recognized by Bungie. Super proud of this dude, too. You know what I'm saying? And um, look, you're killing it, brother. You're killing it. Both Everyone's killing it. Trav's killing it on IGN. Some of the best reviews. Number one review in the game. Number what one it is. reviewer. I want to see oh, that. I want to see oh. that plaque. Like, come on. Oh, hold on, yeah. Ryan McCaffrey, you got to say my man name. Stop referencing. Yeah, we we got a review up, and it was our review. Say my man name. I'm, I'm, I'm going to hit him with a deal. I need to see some Trav love kind of higher up. I checked out that episode because yeah. I was like, oh, they're going to talk about high on life, and I thought they were going to have you on there. I was like kind of hoping you'd be there, but. Well, I'm going to have to hit the OG up. Like, look, show some respect for my man numbers, right? He's doing the thing over there. He's the number one scorer. I would have been there. Well, I think I got, I got, there, I got there late. Because uh, we like to finish our games before we put a score on them. Um, called out. I'm just kidding. Uh, yeah, yeah there, there's also there's also some secret stuff you can discover after you beat the game that I could tell a lot of reviewers didn't uh, find because uh, they complained about the lack of ending. There is an ending. You just have to search for it. Um, so anyway, yeah. Uh, thank you. Appreciate it. Appreciate the love. The rare, the rare, the rare love here on the the panel. That rare style of love, brother. You know, that rare style of love. Tore a bottle, baby. Tore a bottle. Um, E, what you got? <laughs> um, yeah, just still putting out as many videos as I can before the YouTube, uh, um, basically holiday algorithm. Holiday algorithm goes, and then when the Ooh. holiday money shuts off for YouTube, um, oh, we done made it back today, baby. What's his what's your man name? Oh, Christopher Sharp. <laughs> yeah, you 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 spread oh, some love late. for the holidays. Appreciate it, oh. big time. Yeah, um, big presents. But yeah, you want to talk about a whole difference between December and January for every YouTuber. If you've ever seen, like, I will say, like, right now, Astacross is putting out a video, I swear, every, like, six hours, because he is making everything he can, because in January, it's a different animal. But yeah, if you've done YouTube, you know that. Uh, but honestly, no, I'm just kind of digesting everything I can for the season. I got my big How to Solo the Dungeon Guide out. It's, like, 90 minutes long, but it's a complete walkthrough of every secret, every hidden chest, like, full gameplay on each of the bosses. Um... So I'm going to work on doing my solo flawless. We've got the exotic quest coming next week. Um, if you guys haven't listened to Mercules and Chris Proctor yeah. on firing range, Mercules talks about this is his exotic that he made. He had a bunch oh. of fun with it. Like that's what's coming. Mer oh, so yeah, you, you are going to want to log in on Tuesday and play because it's the quest. And then his exotic, there's multiple catalysts. There's like three or four catalysts for this thing. So Whoa. I got stuff I'll be doing next week as well. So that's like, that's next. So also, yeah, subscribe to the channel. Out. Lots what? of stuff coming. Let's give a shout out to um, DMG, right? Who, um, yeah, DMG is yeah. Uh, yeah. moving on He's to out, at the end of at the end of December, twenty twenty three. He will no longer be with Bungie. He is moving on to maybe taking a break. Probably first, I would guess, kind of you know help mental health from a community manager and a thankless job. So mm -hmm. shout out to DMG. You've been holding down the fort for a while. Took gotcha. that reign after Deej, and um, hopefully goes on somewhere and has a you know has another good coming up gig coming up because yeah, he held down. A very thankless fort for quite a long time. Yes, absolutely. True. Yeah, community manager loves salute to him. Yep. Mm -hmm. uh, but other than that, thank you guys very much. Uh, long episode, but you know, pre-holidays, this might give you a little extra to listen to if you're running around and 
shopping or dealing with traffic or whatever road trips you got going on. But thank you guys very much. Psalm, of course, this show wouldn't have been the same without you. So thank you very much. Thank you for putting up with our antics as well. Travis, thank you. Got wouldn't, wouldn't, be, wouldn't be a show. No, wouldn't be a fine. show without you, man. Uh, and then Cog, of course, um, you know, enjoy the holidays. I don't know if we're going to have a show for the next couple of weeks. I'm going to check on that with Travis just because I know Cog's got some traveling and stuff. I know Travis and I are doing a little less of that. So we'll just see if there's stuff we want to do, if we want to take a break. So just, you know, stay tuned. You guys know we'll be back soon. Um, depending on if the exotic quest next week is like crazy. I might have to see about at least Rain and Travis in, so we'll find out. But episode 228 been amazing it's been a long one one of the longest in a while so thank you guys very much and for this episode it has been the, the last, last word, word.